Hey folks, Randy Newberg here with another episode of Leupold's Hunt Talk Radio. Uh, this is like the coolest podcast I think we've ever done. This is so much nostalgia for me. <laughs> Anyone who grew up in northern Minnesota like I did dreamed of having a bluebird school bus made into a camper. <laughs> and right now we are here with the craziest but coolest, most ingenious idea for public lands I've encountered in a long time. Sam, that's so old. You're the, you're the brains behind this, Sam. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, <laughs> that, that that didn't sound like a big vote of confidence. No, is, is no this... I was definitely the brains behind the operation. So okay. uh, the bus idea, like the origin of the bus idea, started with three of us. It was okay. my brother and his business partner and I were sitting around just talking, and you know, we're like, it'd be cool to get a bus and like gut it out, and then. But the, the first thought was to do like a big turkey tour cause, okay. <laughs> and just drive around and kill turkeys all spring because right. it was the slow time for his shop. It's a backcountry hunting store in Colorado. Uh-huh. And uh, we're like, what could we do in the spring that would be a good time? <laughs> but, <laughs> but that was like three years ago. And since then, I've just been, uh, the idea of getting a bus and turning it into something like this uh, has kind of just been festering. And then... Yeah with all the public land stuff going on right now, it just seemed like the right timing. And hmm. you, only, you only live once, right? Right. When, <laughs> when you're done with this, I hope you put it up for auction because I'm buying it, man. <laughs> Not if I get you it first. Yeah. You, you, you put this thing on eBay. I feel like I'm going to have to have a pretty I'm, high opening bid. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to look like the Partridge family going across <laughs> America, man. Danny Bonaducci <laughs> hanging out the window waving or something. We're going to have to repaint it, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Anyhow, folks, before we get into this, I better uh, do the important work up front. Uh, Hunt Talk Radio is brought to you by Leupold, uh, the great uh, sponsor of most everything we do. Uh, Huge supporters of the self-guided hunting, the public land message, all that stuff. And uh, if you're buying optics or looking into optics, I sure hope that you uh, show them that you appreciate their support for all these kind of things. the other one is Orion Coolers. Uh, we, uh, we're about ready to embark on four months of living out of coolers, and Marcus and Michael are sitting here with me. <laughs> Michael's smiling because this is going to be his maiden voyage. Marcus is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> four months. <laughs> Another yeah. I'm excited about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so ready to get out of the office. We're, yeah. we're going to be living out of our Orion Coolers. So if you want a really cool tumbler, go to OrionCoolers.com, buy yourself a cooler, and use the promo code RANDY. R-A-N-D-Y, and you're going to get a really cool tumbler, and you're going to have a really, you're, I mean, there's a reason we use those coolers, because they're good. Marcus is like, yeah. And they have beer openers on the side. They, yeah. They're, well, yeah. <laughs> That's important for yep. you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe. the camera crew drinks beer at night. I don't. Uh, <laughs> but having a bottle opener on each corner of every cooler, I mean, hard to beat. It's handy. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, we've got Onyx Maps, uh, now called Onyx. They just did their release uh, last week of the new platform, the new interface, the new app, the new whatever you want to call it. And uh, Sam, if I understand correctly, Onyx is one of the groups yeah, helping you. They're helping this. out with this whole thing. So how cool! Seemed is that, like a good man? collaboration. You know, For sure. traveling around and making sure I was on the right spot on the so, public land. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's important. That's a really good idea. So if you want to have the most useful, helpful piece of information on your smartphone or on your computer to do desk or e-scouting, 
I would go to onxmaps.com and I'd use promo code Randy, R-A-N-D-Y. I don't know why I feel like I got to spell my name. But <laughs> it's pretty people, tough. People have spelled it wrong. I've had people say, I've been using that promo code. It just doesn't work. And I'm like, well, what promo code are you using? Randy, R-A-N-D-Y. Or I. Mike, oh, well, there's a problem. <laughs> so that's why I always say it. But if you use it at Onyx Maps, you're going to get 20% off their app products. Not not chips, but apps. So there, you just saved yourself some money. I, the whole idea is to make it worth it for people to sit here and listen to us tell BS stories that's for right. two hours. Yeah, they I might mean, as well save some money on, right. you know, it, a pretty... Sam, I don't know. This oh. is not a booger on your uh, your mic here. It's I hope other, not. <laughs> no, we're, we're the, the fuzzy right there. We were up at Big Sky <laughs> doing a, a, at the Total Archery Challenge. Yep. Well, well, when I bumped yeah. into you. Yep. That morning we did a podcast. We were handing out dilly bars. And so, <laughs> so this is ice cream? Yeah, it's ice cream. <laughs> people were trying to eat dilly bars while they were talking on the mic. And so everyone of these mics has a big... So was this Matzinger? Was, uh, was no, I think it might have been Corey. Yeah. Corey, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it was or, Corey or, or David. Or David. Okay. Not for sure. all of them. Yeah. 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 Hard to say. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the last one is gohunt.com. Uh, right now, a lot of people are trying to figure out, how do I go hunting this year? Uh, gohunt has a ton of stuff about over-the-counter units, uh, general tag units, places where you can still go hunting. Uh, they added the new feature about how much is public land and how much is private land of every unit, so you can filter it by that and say, well, if there's no more than 10% public land, don't even show me that unit. So it, it's really, really cool. And if you go there, and again, use promo code Randy, you're going to get $50 of free store credit to their uh, new gear shop. And Marcus, were you? No, you weren't with me. Matthew was with me when we went down and filmed the gear shop thing. It was almost as hot in, it's almost as hot in here as it was down there when I was in <laughs> Vegas that time. I think it was 113, but. At least we got a little breeze. We you know, do. Coming we through we the opened windows. up yeah. all the yeah. windows, man. Yep. The, the bad part is for the, the podcast listeners who aren't watching this on YouTube, they're yeah. missing out. They're not getting the full experience. Yeah, they, yeah. can't see the whole thing. Yeah. So, so uh, a couple of things we want to accomplish in this is Sam is doing this whole thing to kind of bring attention to the public land cause. Am I yep, saying that right? Exactly. Yep. And Sam also knows the life that Michael and Marcus lead because you do a lot of filming, photography, yep. Yep. other stuff. Yeah. I actually haven't had a permanent residence since May of uh, 2014. Really? Yeah. So, so you're that guy out on the interstate there in front of Walmart? I usually don't take to the interstate, but uh, really? yeah, it's just in my truck, you know, and now a bus, but Marcus, yeah. you have a permanent residence. You're married. You need a, you, you got to, I mean. Kind of important. Yeah, but I'm, I haven't spent a, a weekend inside that residence for a long time. Really? That's now good, I'm right? Living out of the pickup the entire, yeah. <laughs> whenever I'm away. Michael, anyway. what do you got going on? I, I show up out there and it's like every time I come to pick you up, there's eight different trucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My roommates actually just bought a 91 uh, Ford Ranger and they're spray painting it camo right now. Yeah, what's nice. the deal with that? I, when I showed up, it must have been like half done. Yeah, it was half done. They actually just finished it up yesterday, I believe. Um, really? Yeah. You know, I actually looked into Rangers because I was thinking about pulling a vehicle behind the bus. Yeah. And uh, you can get a 91 Ranger for like 700 bucks. Yeah, they got theirs for 500 bucks. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> see? Really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Huh. It's kind of funny when I was an intern at... Uh, Midwest Whitetail. Sam was kind of like a legend to us, this nomad living on the <laughs> on the road. And all I knew of him was really just his Instagram account. So us and the interns in 2015, uh, we just basically thought he was a legend to us. <laughs> we thought it was cool how he was 
basically living the nomadic life. No wonder you guys act shy when I met you at ATA show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God, Sam. So is, is that an age thing? Because by the time, how old are you, Michael? 23? I'm 24. 24. By the time I was 24, I aspired to live in a house. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so tents and school buses still work at age 24? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. I'd, I don't know. I think I might be able to do it, but yeah, I, I haven't lived in the same place for, I don't know, since college, really. For I mean, I was in yeah. college for four years, and then after that, I've lived in a new place every year. So yep. well, Yeah. Starting Wednesday when we head to Nevada, this podcast, we'll already be in Nevada when this podcast goes up. You'll be living in a new place yep. every, every, every five every. or six days until the end of January. All right. So <laughs> Sounds great. What's the, is it deer? First hunt in yeah, Nevada? Yeah, first hunt. Yep. Archery mule deer. Cool. Uh, things are re- we're on a bad streak in archery mule deer in Nevada. But maybe Marcus changed the, the luck because you filmed the deer hunt there last year. That was a rifle hunt, though. Yeah. And we went three for three on really nice That's bucks. pretty good juju. Yeah. You know, <laughs> before that, so here's the curse in Nevada. The first archery mule deer tag I got in Nevada shot a really nice buck. Yeah. Uh, on camera, I'm like, there ain't nothing to this. This is like, <laughs> is like taking candy from kids, man. <laughs> well, that was in 2010. 2012, I drew again as a second choice unit and went, my liver, we we're way up in the rubies. My liver crashed on me. So I didn't even hunt. The, oh man! The two guest hunters did David Brinker and Jeff Spazito did the whole episode. I just laid in camp and convulsed the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of a bad sign. And then I drew a tag again in 2013, another leftover, and everyone was asking, "Well, why didn't that make TV?" Well, ha- have you been to Nevada, Sam? Uh, no, I no. haven't. Michael, never oh. driven through it, but okay. So you would have if you don't want to take a bus like this to Nevada. No, the amount of dust. You would have to get in here with a fire hose to get the dust out of there. Yeah, and no thanks. <laughs> it ruined the camera and the sensor. Oh, man. So all, we get home all the footage. I don't know. Do sensors have like some mag, magnetic or does it collect dust or I, something? It's above my I head. Should, we should know that. We really should. <laughs> but, I uh, mean, sensors get dust on them, yes. Okay. I don't know exactly. It was so bad that the footage, it looks like you're, well, I don't wash my windshield on my truck. So it kind of looks like you're washing <laughs> it through the windshield on my truck. <laughs> Oh, that yeah, that's was, tough to put on TV. That was really tough to put on TV. Yeah. And then I drew again. Did you year. shoot a deer that year though? No, oh, okay. I didn't yeah. even didn't even release an arrow. Did yeah. Got close to one. And this is that's why this year I told you I'm shooting the first thing with a, a fuzzy antler on it. All right. Because on that hunt I had a shot at a really nice, probably a 20 inch forky horn. I mean, which for a forky 20 inches. Oh yeah, good. let it fly. Yeah, he's standing there like, man, I'd really like to be on TV. <laughs> and I turned to the camera, I turned to Brad, I'm like, no, we aren't shooting that, it's first day. Mistake. <laughs> the only thing we saw after that was rattlesnakes. <laughs> and then so. didn't you have another year where um, the people that were going to give you the permits, were like the mm-hmm. firehouse burned down or no, everyone was out working everyone on fires? Everyone doing fires. Yep. So we... we uh, so people, you guys know this because you're in the in the business. We need public land film permits yep. wherever we go. Yep. And so I sent the, the Forest Service District my film permit application, I think, in June when Nevada results came out. And it was a bad fire year. Everybody got transferred to fire duty 
And so the guy couldn't get my film permit done in time. And he called me from a fire. He's, <laughs> he's someplace on a fire. <laughs> he's like, I am so sorry to tell you this, but I am fighting fires. I haven't slept more than an hour for the last three weeks. And they told me I'm going to be here until whatever day. Yeah. He said, I, 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 there's no way I'm going to get your film permit done. I feel terrible. I mean, he apologized for a half hour. I'm like, dude. You got, you got more important things to do. So yeah. I, I ended up turning that tag back in. and uh, But that's kind of how that stuff goes. So, yeah. But with this, how did we get on that topic already? Oh, we're talking Nevada. about yeah. how we're leaving for Nevada. four months. Yeah. So is this your first trip of the season? Yeah, time? yeah. Just got out here, spending a week kind of just hanging out in Montana. And then uh, um, obviously antelope season in Montana starts next Tuesday. So right, the 15th. Take, yeah, taking off on Monday and going to go down and try to shoot a goat. Are you you hunting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're I'm not... hunting on most of these trips. So oh, really? I tried to tried to build the platform. Oh, so it so... was, you know, I was the one with the most of the tags. On the prior podcast, we had Jason Matzinger of Into High Country on the podcast. And that's who you do most of your filming for, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So... And I'm, uh, I'm, so I'll go hunt for about a week uh, for antelope and hopefully, you know, be able to shoot one. Uh, went and set blinds about a month ago. And, uh, and then uh, on the 22nd, we're going to drive up and set up, um, I think we're going to go set up both elk and sheep camp. Cause he drew a sheep tag this year too. Yeah. And then, <laughs> again, yeah, again, again, yeah, a second one. And then, uh, we'll come back down, um, to, to Bozeman and, and hang out for a bit. And then, uh, we're going to go up the fourth and start filming again. So, okay. so, so you're going to, you're going to let Jason hang out in your bus. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I think, be, uh, I'd charge uh, him rent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're going to be in, in a wall tent for most of the time and hit in his camp just cause that's, you know, the way to do it in, in yeah. his elk camp, but the bus oh. will be parked there. So I think we're going to turn it into the, the mobile editing studio so we can come over oh, and charge batteries go. and, yeah. and do all so that stuff. Anyone so anyone who hears is kind of soft fan in the background. Sam has put together something here that looks like a... I wonder if the space shuttle ha, even has something <laughs> like that, man. I mean... Probably not it? the first one. Yeah. 35 marine That's batteries a, in here. Yeah, he's yeah. got... So I've got, I've got two deep cycle marine batteries that are linked in parallel. Yeah. And then I have a converter that I can plug into a generator, um, which will charge the batteries, or I can hook it up to shore power or whatever, yeah. you know, if I'm in a campground. Um, that'll charge the batteries, and then that runs to a 3,500-watt inverter. And then I have um, two extension cords that run to the back of the bus, uh -huh. one that goes to my wraparound LED lights, <laughs> and then the other one just goes to a power strip in the back. And then I've got a power strip up here that we're plugged into running all of the uh, podcast equipment. So, wow. And you can charge your phone. And I can charge my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, computer, phone, batteries, you know, kind of important. So compared to our operation, we go there, we sleep out in tents out in the middle of the dirty, dusty, filthy desert. Yep. We got wind blowing sand and everything. We got to run the generator all night long so you guys can charge batteries and... I'm, they're going to quit. Yeah. These, <laughs> well, Marcus if, and if I could afford them, I'd hire them to come hang out with me, but I don't really? think I can. Yeah. Just take, I think free <laughs> beer would get you there. <clears throat> yeah, I can, I can handle free beer. Really? <laughs> I need to find a beer sponsor for this whole tour. Oh, I know go. a couple that'll do it. Perfect. Yeah. Let's get I, me in I, touch. I bet you Bjorn and those guys over in Missoula at Big Sky Brewery. Oh, that'd be I perfect. Like, yeah. I love their yeah. stuff. Bjorn's a big hunter. Yeah. Yeah, Perfect. Hit, yeah, hit, Lauren, if you're listening, Lauren is, used to be one of my camera guys. He's okay. he's one of their sales reps here Perfect. in Bozeman. Yeah, 
Tell him to get me in touch. Hey, Lauren, call <laughs> Sam. I'll get you his information. Yeah. I'm not going to put my, my phone number over the podcast. No? No. no. Yeah. Oh, I give everyone my phone. We, we filmed a YouTube video here in my shop, and I said, now, when you go to Alaska, have a, an oh shit bag. In other words, if things go wrong. Yep. And it had my name and my address and my phone number on it. Everyone paused. Everyone hit that. <laughs> That's how dumb I am. I, Did I'm you like, have to get a new phone? No, new number. but I'm like so stupid. I'm like, well, they'll never read that as fast as that one across the screen. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, I'm getting like text messages like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I bet that's the last time you show that. That's probably yeah. the last time. <laughs> well, now that you mentioned on the podcast, they'll go find the video. Yeah, exactly. Go back to that. <laughs> blur that out a little bit and re, re-upload it. Marcus was editing this day-by-day piece the other day for our Nevada deer hunt. Day three, when Scott puts his keys underneath, the, <laughs> Scott, the, the the camera's rolling, and Scott hides his key in his hidey spot. Yeah, and he turns to the camera. I mean, he must have been talking to you. Yeah, or, I don't think he was thinking about the fact that I was filming. Yeah, but. he's like, "Well, if you come back to the truck, I always hide the keys under here." <laughs> so, well, I'll make sure I don't show anybody how I uh, lock the bus and am able to get back in. So yeah, it's kind of a secret. So I, I know yeah. how you do it. Every anyone yeah. who's ever owned a Bluebird school yeah. bus knows how you can do it. Yeah, it's a one, two, boom. Yeah, <laughs> and you I can do it. I haven't done that system yet, but um, oh, it's, really? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We're, we're getting into all kinds of tangents here. So, yeah. how did this idea? come about Sam um so it was last November I was kind of coming off of uh you know hunting season you yeah. know towards the end of it deer season I'd, I'd filled my tag actually with this buck Ooh. um in South Dakota where I grew up and wow. uh that was public land deer so uh-huh. I was pretty proud of that one cool that's a dandy yeah and uh um you know like I said before the the idea of the bus had kind of been there for a few mm-hmm. years and um, with all of the public land stuff coming down the pipeline and, you know, watching guys like you and, and talk about it and backcountry hunters and anglers talk about it. Um, I just decided that it was time and started looking on Craigslist to find a bus. And, um, my brother actually found the bus. It was, um, it was out in Fort Lupton, Colorado. Okay. And the guy I bought it from had bought it from a school district from the Fort Lupton school district. And they were going to tear the engine out and put it in one of their work trucks and it turned out they didn't need to do a whole engine swap. So he put it up for sale and I picked it up for 3,500 bucks. No way. You got this. <laughs> what good. a steal. Yeah. And the school district had actually done a full rebuild on both the motor and the transmission. So I've got a, a 20,000 miles on the rebuild. So you should go to confession. You stole. This I know. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I stole it. Yeah. So I actually, uh, I do a lot of trading as you, you know, camera guys. That, seems, that's, yeah. So that's endemic to the yeah. production TV. Yeah. World. yeah. So I, I tried to trade gear first for it. <laughs> Is there <laughs> any IRS <laughs> auditors listening? Yeah. Just, I, ooh, I shouldn't have said that, <laughs> but no, I, yeah. So I tried to trade gear for it first and he was like, well, you know, he, he kind of, he's like, I'll take, whatever, 5,000 in gear trade or 3,500 cash. And I was like, sold, I'll yeah. give you cash. Yeah. I'll be out there on uh, New Year's Eve to pick it up. So <laughs> cool. Yeah. And then how long have you been like rebuilding it and putting all this stuff in it? Yeah. So I, uh, I parked it behind my brother's shop for a while. Um, I didn't drive it back to South Dakota until mid April. Um, but I was out there in February. We ripped all the seats out and the floor up and um, kind of got it cleaned out. So when I drove it, in mid-April, it was completely empty and just yeah. a bunch of my gear. And then um, I was looking at the dates of the photos and I actually couldn't believe it because the first coat of paint that went on the ceiling wasn't until May 28th. Wow. 
So yeah, basically Memorial Day weekend. So it was, you know, two months of, yeah, you know, a little over two months of um, getting after it, but I had photo trips and video trips in between there. Yeah. So I was scrambling. <laughs> I wow. was, uh, you know, wake up, made a, make a pot of coffee and go work on the bus until dark and then yeah. go to bed and do it all over again. Holy cow. Yeah. Well, it turned out nice. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The, the reason I'm so jealous is like I say, and all the listeners from the upper Midwest know what I'm talking about. Bluebird school buses were in such high demand in the 70s <laughs> and 80s as campers. Yeah. I mean, just like you've done here, but I don't see a refrigerator for your beer. Am no, I missing it's something? It's going to be coolers just like you guys. Okay. So huh. I, wanted, I wanted to keep it as simple as possible just so I wasn't running gas lines everywhere yeah. or electrical stuff everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, I'm used to living out of tents and wall tents, so yeah. this... This is pretty good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I even have a, it's not hooked up yet, but I'll have a sink and a tankless hot water heater so I can shower outside and yeah. yeah. You got it's, an awning too, right? Yeah. So I had a, I built the frame just out of conduit and fittings. Um, and then I had an awning shop in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Um, sew the whole thing up, uh, the outside for me. So yeah. it's 10 by 20 uh, and it just sits up right next to the bus. Um, and so I can walk into the awning and then outside or, you know, and have a, wall a uh, tent stove in there and get that all heat up so you know when that's ready i think we'll be able to sleep like 20 so we're gonna have to do nice. some public land parties we're gonna have <laughs> to right. i want to know i'm in so i want to know where the bus is gonna be because what we need to do is we need to bring your bus and do like a live podcast yeah with free beer let's and, do it and raise money for your bus tour perfect yeah let's do it yeah yeah uh, It'll it, probably have to be at the end of your hunting season, right? Okay, I yeah, don't care. Whatever. whatever. I'm fine with whatever, <laughs> man. I'm just, I, this is like styling. I, uh, you used to, we used to go to Canada because we lived right close to Ontario. We used to go to Canada every weekend fishing. And when you pulled into the, the, the those who have done it, you know there's a bridge in International Falls that goes across the Rainy River to Fort Francis. And then from there you disperse to all the fishing in Northern Ontario. And there would be a line of school buses there, all <laughs> retrofitted, just like you got here. But none of them had power steering. Yeah. They were all standard. Yeah. Uh, you know. I got a pretty fancy school bus, you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> you are. So, I mean, a 93. So a, it's, you know, it's got pretty an new. air ride seat. Air ride seat, yeah. It yeah. Uh, it does not have air conditioning, though. So, you know. Well, just, how many windows you got down here? Uh, 22. 22. So <laughs> I can open about 15 of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of them are built into the bunks, you know, so I can't open those. And, oh, got uh, it. But. So where's the, the public land? Did we, we decided, Michael and Marcus, we decided we we're going to try get a name for this thing while you were here. Because you yeah. said you didn't have a name for this. Yeah, you know, just been trying to brainstorm a name for the project. So if you guys have a good idea. I mean, what the bus itself needs a name. Like the, well, Gilligan's Island the, had the SS Minnow. Yeah, this the, is, the bus is Artemis. So Artemis. I do have that oh, figured out. Okay, yeah. so, <laughs> so like buses, do they name it like SS or FS or, well, or we, I don't uh, USS. I mean, it's or, kind of, well, when I'm driving it, my brother, uh, he's like, you should just, you just got to think about it like you're sailing, you know, okay. oh, you can't okay. be in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 50, 55, just rolling, oh, watching yeah. everything go by, yeah. you know, stressing out, making sure it doesn't overheat on mountain passes. For so. sure. <laughs> but, uh, uh, we could call uh, it the SS Artemis. I think. And Artemis is the Greek goddess of hunting and wild animals. Yeah. So oh, okay. Figured that fits. I learned something that new really every day. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what about the 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 voyage here, the the tour? The I mean, is this? I mean, Grateful Dead and uh, Leonard <laughs> yeah. Skinner and Buddy Holly, and I mean, you, you know. I don't have anybody following me around yet. Oh, that's <laughs> that's just a matter of time. That that's a. <laughs> Trust me. I look. I, I live out here south of Bozeman, out in the sticks, and there's already people driving around, looking like, man, that's good. Yeah, I this, like to turn this, heads. This, in this guy's thing. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Randy so, <laughs> got over there? He's usually pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good. I'm. I'm glad the bus is turning heads. So, so, so. where does this core of public land discovery go from Bozeman? So, uh, I'm actually spending quite a bit of time in Montana. Okay. Um, originally, I had the idea of you know doing this massive you know public lands tour all over the west and that'll probably come next spring and summer okay um but this fall i'm going to keep it pretty close um doing uh three different hunts in montana so antelope elk and mule deer okay and then um going to be doing some i'll be going back and doing some whitetail stuff in south dakota again just because that's going home you know and then uh going down to kansas and, and hunting with my dad and brother um but then after that i'm actually jumping into the waterfowl stuff and going to be doing a bunch of public land waterfall hunting, um, Nebraska and Kansas, and probably keep heading south with the migration. So, wow. Sweet. Yeah. So, I mean, I grew up, uh, I think I was 10 when we started waterfowl hunting. And so every weekend I was in, in there, I couldn't hunt yet, but it would take my BB gun and pull up, you know, <laughs> when my dad and brother would pull up. And, and then, you know, from 12 until I was done with college, I mean, it was, I, in college, I probably shouldn't say this if my parents listen, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was hunting four or five days a week. Yeah. So, you know, get up before class and go hunt and walk into class, just completely muddy and smelling like a duck slew. And, yeah. and, uh, uh, yeah. So I grew up doing the waterfowl thing and it wasn't until I moved out to Colorado that I jumped into the big game world. So, okay. yeah. Huh. Yeah. So when will the waterfowl tour wrap up? So that'll probably, it'll probably wrap up mid January. Um, and then I'll probably, you know, uh, McKean over at Outdoor Life, Andrew right, McKean Andrew. was talking about um, doing some sort of public lands rally thing down at SHOT Show. And so oh, I don't know if that's going to happen, I'll but maybe there. the bus might be there. I'll be there. So <laughs> you know what we ought to do? We're, after SHOT Show, we're leaving right from SHOT Show and we're going coos deer hunting in Arizona. Well, you want me to come along? You, you're more than welcome. <laughs> I mean, we have the choice. We can either rent a VRBO or, or we can hang out on the bus, <laughs> rent hotels. And, yeah. I mean, what, what's the old commercial? I'm, you know, some guy said he could fly the space shuttle because he stayed at a Holiday Inn Express. Yeah, Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you stayed in this bus, you would probably shoot a Boone and Crockett Coos Deer. I think that's a given. Your, yeah, pretty yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just have a feeling that because of the bus, I'll have the greatest season I'll ever have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. What well, do you guys is that think? A, is, yeah. that an, is that an over-the-counter tag? Down yeah, there? it's over-the-counter. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, man. I, I, tell Andrew to come with, too. Okay. It's I'll, gonna t- be I'll a, let him know. It's going to be a party. Aren't there already some other people coming down? Yeah, too? we got lots be of like I'll set up the awning, hey, bring Hank, your cot. Hank Shaw's well, so we can coming. sleep like 20. <laughs> Hank Shaw's coming for a couple days. Awesome. Yeah, or maybe more. He's going to, we're, we're calling it the uh, Sonoran Safari by Hank Shaw's. Uh, I like it. Kill it and grill it. Yep. Uh, so every rabbit, every dove. Everything. Duck. I shot a duck down there last year. In, in the desert of Arizona. There are so many ducks down there. It's crazy. Uh, well, I'll just continue my waterfowl season right into just, the... Yeah, yeah they got... Know. Oh, we should get you in touch with Jonathan because didn't he say that... There was sand, there's a sandhill sand crane... Sandhill crane season going on. There. Yeah, I can't remember if it was just wrapping up before we got there last year. Yeah. But it was very close to when we were down Man, there. Man, I'm just so. going to end up spending a month down there. 
Yeah. Oh, it, it, <laughs> oh, there's and, a lot of stuff to do. It's pretty yeah. cool. And wait, Havelina. Havelina. Merns yeah. quail. Well, Traeger Grills sent me a grill. Ooh, and so we go. can plug that into the I generator have... and just we'll just so we'll smoke stuff for... <laughs> Everybody I talked to is like, yeah, Traeger sent me a grill. Traeger <laughs> sent me a grill. Oh, yeah, Traeger grill. We just got to get you in touch. I've been in touch with oh, them. Oh. I met with them at Chacho, and I still got that that thing over there on my back porch. <laughs> just what? charcoal? Is that what you're doing no, still? No, it's <laughs> gas, but it's so old and decrepit. If you turn the gas up too high, I got a flame about five feet tall going. I feel like Tom Hanks on, uh, what was the? Castaway. 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 I, I build fire. <laughs> I mean, my wife will yell at me, are you warming up the grill or burning down the house? <laughs> but Traeger sent you a grill. Yeah, they sent me one of those little uh, tailgater yeah. pros. So it's like full the legs fold up yeah. and it's uh i'll be honest it's still in the box on my trailer so well someone will steal it if you if yeah careful man <laughs> i know i gotta lock it up yeah so, yeah so and then we're trying to get uh steve and yana for meat eater yeah to come down for a couple days I, it, oh that'd be cool we've been trying to coordinate schedules with those guys forever yeah. uh they seem pretty busy they are. Yeah. I think I'm busy. I look at the Giannis and I had coffee the other day and he is telling me what their calendar is now that they're doing podcasts every yeah. week. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have your calendar. And I yeah. think mine's bad. But anyhow, <laughs> we're, we're trying to get th those guys down there. So I'm thinking that I, I think the bus needs to be there. Uh, if you're a game, we're, Let's we're do a it. game. Yeah. So I'll talk we'll to do a day by day hunt. I'll talk episode to McKee. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. The bus. How do so? How do you guys hunt them down there? Is it mostly blinds over water holes? Are you spot and stock? Are you doing well? The 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 kind of the wusses do the blind over water hole <laughs> stuff. You know, they, they, now they, I feel bad. I shouldn't have said anything about sitting in over water holes for antelope. Well, no, that's fine. <laughs> I say wusses. Really, they're smart people who do that. I I just I've got like some sort of mental disorder I, I can't sit like that which is weird long. being from Minnesota I know I mean you should have that whitetail yeah. like mentality where you can just shut it off or that ice fishing mentality yeah. where you just sit there over a hole in the <laughs> ice for hours yeah you Listen, don't have it listening to Oli and Sven yeah. tell you the same joke <laughs> over yeah. and over and over yeah. again so yeah. no yeah. I should have it but I don't so yeah. no if, if you want to sit water you're more than welcome you'll kill one perfect a guy like me, I'm just going to walk around. Marcus and Michael will be following me and rolling their eyes like, <laughs> <laughs> we got close well, we Marcus. Could, we did. We got close on the first day. Yeah. What was it, what 30 was yards? Yeah. You were, you were full draw. Mm-hmm. Huh? Just didn't do, happen. Do you guys enforce the TV guideline that you can't shoot them in their bed when you're filming for Jason? Uh, I don't know. It hasn't come up. Oh, really? Oh. I hope I you mean, guys I do. <laughs> yeah. So last year was the first time I had filmed for Jason. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we did nine days together last year, and this year I think it'll be 21. So okay. I, we'll, we should probably talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. Hey, that one's going to hit TV here in a few weeks, and then it's going to hit YouTube after that, and people are going to say, why didn't you shoot that thing? Uh, we put a, a, a timer on how long I stood there. Yeah. Uh, I think it was... 18 or 20 minutes something, something like that just never stood up it did oh it did. it did and then it turned and faced straight away but i could have shot him <laughs> yeah bad. he just lay in there yeah and then we had to throw a rock at the doe to get her to leave <laughs> i'm standing there talking to marcus and uh, the i'm thinking well the doe must have ran off too and i look over there and you just see these big doe ears above the grass i'm like that stupid thing's still there so i picked <laughs> up a rock out of frustration and threw it at him but <laughs> So I don't know. Enough people listen to this podcast. Uh, Tucson might double in population. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in uh, everyone's just going to show year. up. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I figure I figure with the awning, I think we could probably sleep like at least twelve. Really? Yeah. Well, the th only thing you got to be careful with there is you might wake up and none of them will have U.S. citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, who was down there with you last year? Uh, uh, it was Marcus and me. Uh, Steve Drake was yeah. filming and, with us. And Drake was uh, snap doing Snapchat stuff. And it was, was he? Yeah. And it was like uh, the U.S. and Mexican border. Yeah. And like no wall, no nah, nothing. Just barbed wire, yeah, wire fence. Yeah. 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 I mean, this whole wall thing that Trump has, what a joke. I yeah. mean, if you go down there and look at that and see how difficult this terrain is. I can't even imagine. He's smoking crack <laughs> <laughs> or something. Maybe that. Maybe that's why he's got this orange look about him or whatever. But the dude is on something to think he's going to build a wall down in that country. The terrain is just and not. Not to mention just like the animal like crossing back and forth. Right. Like how do you? Oh, you. What you do is nobody hunts. From what I could gather, it looked like no one was hunting in Mexico right there. And they, there were some nice bucks that. They yeah. they can't they don't have Onyx maps. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need a citizenship or an ID or a the passport deer or the to people come over there. No, yeah. the, the, the deer. <laughs> and you'd sit there in the morning and you'd see those deer coming off the ridges in Mexico. Yeah, and they'd be coming down into these bottoms and you see this one strand. It was like a one strand barbed wire fence. Most places it's yeah. falling down. Yeah, and it's like. Well, I got a tag for an Arizona deer. It looks like we got a, an illegal immigrant here. I might need to shoot this one. <laughs> Speaking of the deer, so I can't imagine how many people are going to be there now. Have we just messed up our season? I hope not. Have nah. you ever been down there? No, I. I mean, I was on. I was in Arizona for elk hunt last year, but okay, not down near the so border. You guys both used to film for Midwest Whitetail. We did. We'll, yeah. ca we'll call it Arizona Whitetail. There right. we go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and, and then Aaron and Bill and all those guys will be feel They'll like they're missing too. out. Yeah. <laughs> War will show up for sure. Yeah. yeah. He would, he would come in a second. For yeah. Sure. Really? Yeah. yeah. He. Would. Well, yeah. tell him if he brings beer, he's welcome. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seeing all you guys, I'm not paying for the beer tab. No, no, we can handle that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think so. so. Yeah. Well, if we get Big Sky, you know, Big, Big Sky, Sky Brewer, board, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to call Lauren and, and Bjorn right now. And Perfect. Uh, do I get a cut if I bring you sponsorship? Sure. Why not? I, I, I should be your agent. Yeah. I mean, I know you can't drink beer, but you should get a cut. I know. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I'll be sitting there eating, drinking uh, Dairy Queen milkshakes or something. I'll, I think that's fine too. Does Dairy like Queen have milkshakes? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. What? You just I'm do blizzards? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm actually a huge fan of the dip cone. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind yeah. of a loser, but <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot to be said for a dip cone. Yeah, I mean the classic dip cone. It's it's but. some good stuff. So when you does Dairy Queen sponsor you yet? No, I mean, they should I, for how often you talk about them. So I was going to bring my hat and my pin. I, yeah. I'm like a double diamond franchise owner in Dairy Queen. <laughs> the, the, this guy in, um, where's the, where are they from? Kansas, I think. And if they're listening to this podcast, they're going to crack up. Uh, they sent me a gift card, a shirt, a hat. Like, you don't just get this Dairy Queen hat from anywhere. You got to yeah. be like a double diamond franchise <laughs> operator to get that hat. And then I got a pin. And uh -huh. so when I walk into the Do Dairy you wear Queen, all three? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have. I've walked in here at this Dairy Queen in town and they look at me like, man, is this guy the regional inspector? <laughs> What's the deal here? So free ice cream. Well, it's so, perfect. Yeah. yeah. But since you can't drink beer, I mean when you can't drink beer, you gotta have other bad That's habits. Right. So yeah. ice cream's I, a good choice. Yeah. So so you're you're gonna end up in waterfall season and yep. if we continue to to bribe you, you'll finish up in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I can. I should. I I think that has to happen. Okay, so, <laughs> man, this is, that would yeah. be fun. Yeah, because I I uh, 
I, I was kind of planning on taking a, a break kind of somewhere in January, you know, to go to SHOT Show at ATA and SHOT Show and, yeah. you know, do that whole thing. Cause yeah. as a photographer, it's kind of important to go talk right. to everybody at ATA and <laughs> SHOT Show and make yeah. sure they still know you are alive and yeah. around. Do you um, do more photography or video? Uh, I, I used to do a lot of video and then I did basically straight photography and now it's kind of like 50-50. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Huh. But yeah, probably more photography than, than filming. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So she got back from some cool hunts too, right? Yeah. In Hawaii uh, and then, yeah, I was down uh, in Hawaii in June. Huh? Yeah, went hunting down. in Hawaii yeah. in June. Yeah. So uh, axis deer. Huh. So we you had were, a sweet little cast with you there too. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, went down. Uh, Yeti actually sent me down to shoot photos of yeah. do product photography and then ambassador photography. And so it was uh, Joe Rogan, Shane Dorian, um, Remy Warren, John Dudley. And then Ben O'Brien, who's yeah. the hunting marketing manager. Right. And uh, so it was those guys and and me. And uh, luckily, they let me get a tag on those oh. types of hunts. And usually, I'm always last up to bat. Right. So, but there's so many deer on the island we were on that they everyone had shot a deer like by like day one and a half. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got to um, Ben and I actually went out for an evening hunt, and he was like, "Yeah, you go in on these these deer," and they just worked their way across the field, and I ended up shooting a pretty awesome bucket. 50 yards and yeah so is this public land private land so that was a private land hunt um there's some uh some guys that started an operation um and they it's they've got a giant chunk of leased land and gotcha but even on the public land i mean there's eighteen thousand deer on the island and it's tiny so i mean they are everywhere that was in june yeah in june it's awesome it's like the uh, full rut right then so there's deer chasing around and grunting and going I'm crazy. A, and Kara want to go to Hawaii? <laughs> go on a deer hunt? Yeah. I'm sure she would. <laughs> you should go. Michael? It's cool. <laughs> I'm game. He's I've never in. been to Hawaii. <laughs> Me either. Yeah. I've, I've never it, been to Hawaii. We weren't exactly roughing it on that hunt. Uh, All right. <laughs> We stayed in a condo at the Four Seasons. <laughs> As, <laughs> so it was pretty funny because we, you know, uh, so Joe uh, Rogan was actually staying at the hotel. And so he'd walk back into the hotel, like just cover, full camo, face paint with his bow. But everybody at the hotel was like, oh, how'd you do? You know, like they were all, you know, excited <laughs> to hear how you'd done. And, uh, but oh, yeah, it was geez. a pretty fun hunt. And then be- wow. before that, I was down in New Zealand uh, in May on a, doing photography on a, a, a tar and chamois hunt. So, wow. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I don't take you to enough places. <laughs> <laughs> I think we get to go enough places. Really? We got a lot of stuff on the docket this year. I know this year Marcus is going to be the the dude in front of the camera. He, nice. He's shooting Wyoming elk. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He sounded pretty confident that I'm shooting an elk. I am. Well, you told me. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think attitude going into the season is important. I mean, his, you know? his Christmas yeah. bonus is depending upon whether or not he kills that episode. <laughs> that way you can make another episode? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I cool. mean, I'm just, I got a t- either sex tag. I'm shooting the first thing that has. A, I don't Anything. care if it's a cow, yep. a calf. A, yeah. I mean, a perfect would be like a year and a half old cow. Yeah, that'd be good. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. Our buddy Bo is bringing his uh, uh, llamas. Hoo-hoo. This nice. is like spoiled. Yeah. And Michael's got to run the camera. And I'm going to run the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's perfect. Lay down some pretty average footage. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're honest about it. <laughs> no, Michael, you have to be confident. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
<clears throat> that's what they teach at Midwest Whitetail, yeah, though. Right. Average. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so right. As long that's as it's, right. yeah. As long as, as it's above. Static shots. Yeah. A lot of static. No pans. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like the movie Fargo, just tripods, <laughs> just straight Orb, static shots. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, he well, is. You know the movie Fargo? My, yeah. my mom has red hair and was a waitress, and she has that northern Minnesota accent. Yeah. And uh, if she's listening Did to she this, go she's, Marge? My, my mom is going to kill me if she's listening <laughs> to this. But the number of people who meet my mom back, back when she, when that yep. movie, what was that, like 20 years ago when that movie was there? I yeah. don't know, I wasn't alive, so, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would hear my mom and see her and say, Marge? Marge? <laughs> and my mom has never seen the movie. Oh, man. But anyone listening to this in northern Minnesota who knows my mom, know, they're probably rolling on the floor laughing right now because it's like a perfect fit. So, <laughs> oh, that's but, great. <clears throat> wow. There's a lot of things we could do with this bus. Now, I, all for the cause of public land. I mean, yeah. so BHA yep. is Backcountry Hunters and Anglers having their rendezvous in Boise in April. Well, I'll have to be there. I'm going to have to bring the bus. You think the bus will be there? I don't see why not. <laughs> I think that would be so cool. You Let's could see. charge admission. Wait, is that mid-April? I'll have to like go or, do a little bit of turkey hunting and then go to I think Boise it's early in April. Oh, perfect. So I think what you should do is you should bring the bus down there and auction off a night in the bus. That would be perfect. That would be sweet. Yeah. I I think that would be like so cool. Well, I can sleep five. So, or if I set up, you know, if I do the whole thing, like I'll auction off 12 spots, get flip cots and the whole thing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I mean, this bus is going to do more for public land than I could ever imagine. I sure hope so. I mean, that's, I yeah. I, I, I think it's, um, it's been kind of cool, like doing the whole build. It seems like it, like, I mean, obviously I'm hunting and fishing and whatever for the next year and camping and backpacking and all that stuff. But it seems like it didn't matter what genre of person, like they were watching the build of the bus and like people reaching out, like, this is so cool. Like love following along. So it's been cool to see um, the reaction of people to building basically a little tiny home. Yeah. So thank God yeah. for the tiny home movement right now. Yeah. My, <laughs> oh, my, the, the lady over in that house right there, mm -hmm. my wife, yeah. she's peeking through the window, checking well, this We're going to have to give her a tour when we're done with this. She does, the, she watches, there's like tiny home nation, yep. tiny home this. Yep. She is always telling me, we're selling this big ugly thing and we're getting a tiny home. <laughs> I think she just wants to get rid of my taxidermy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to move it all into the shop. <laughs> yeah, probably where it would all, most of mine's there anyhow. Yeah. My, now, if my son shoots something, yeah, it's it a, goes it's up a full it's okay. body mount. <laughs> <laughs> got, a, got a spike white tail, full body mount. You know? <laughs> well, not quite that bad, but hey, Michael, the, can you check that uh, recorder? Are we recording? Yes. Okay. That's good. <laughs> There's a glare a on there. there. I was like, oh, yeah. no, don't tell me we've just lost all this great stuff. But So how did you get attached to the public land thing? Did you say it was in Colorado when you really got into it? Or was well, it even in South Dakota? Even in South Dakota. I mean, uh, growing up waterfowl hunting, um, there was, there's a ton of waterfowl production areas and walking areas. And, um, I mean, just general federal lands. Like, it, it doesn't really? have, like, a... Uh, you like know that now South Dakota is going to get inundated with waterfowl because well, you said no. that. So the best thing about South Dakota, and I'm a non-resident now, but the best thing South Dakota did is it's a draw as a waterfowl hunter in South Dakota. Oh, yeah. Oh, hold right. on. I, no. Yeah. <laughs> that, so they've, no, they've, that's bass backwards. What, what's no, the deal so that they've, they've done an awesome job protecting the hunting culture for the residents because uh, waterfowl yeah. hunting is so big for the residents in South oh, Dakota. Okay. You have to apply in June 
if you're a non-resident. If you're a non-resident. And it's not a guaranteed tag. It's uh, like I, I applied, didn't draw, and then I drew the next year. And then um, like right now I have, I drew, I applied last year and got a point because I, I didn't draw, I got a point. And so I, I held off for this year. So I'm going to all apply next year and hopefully get a tag. But um, I focused on deer wow. this year. So I didn't want to be torn between yeah. hunting mallards and, and whatever. But I think um, uh, the original waterfowl production area is actually in South Dakota up in the Northeast corner. And so I think I'm going to take my dad up there and, and do a hunt one of those November mornings and cool. kind of tell the story of the, the waterfowl production area, uh, history and stuff. But yeah, yeah, I just, you know, I grew up hunting public land mostly for waterfowl and then, you know, moving West and starting to hunt elk and deer and everything, um, without the access to public lands. I mean, I wouldn't be able to hunt. Like I just don't right. have the money to pay trespass fees yeah. and, or leases and all that kind of stuff. So right. it's, it's nice to be able to just get the tag and go walk out onto however many hundreds of thousands of acres and, <laughs> and just go hunting. Yeah. Um, so I think growing up with that, I, when everything was coming down the pipeline, I was just felt compelled to kind of preach that message. And everybody I've talked to, or, I mean, there's so many people I've talked to that have no idea that it's happening right. or, you know, no idea that it's threatened. Yeah. And that's, you know, um, across the board, that's, you know, hunting and fishing, hunt, hunters and fishermen that don't know what's going on. And there's a ton of people that just do, you know, camping and backpacking stuff, love to go out West and do yeah. all of it out here that don't even know the message. So yeah. I thought a bus would be a good public lands billboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, these two guys, Michael and Marcus are like on opposite ends of that spectrum because Marcus grew up in Dillon, Montana, which okay. is, Mecca for public land. Yeah, yeah. Everything you'd ever want to do. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> and Montana did, in general, really. Yeah. I mean... Did, yeah. did you ever have a time where it's like, oh, I don't have anywhere to hunt? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess the, the, pub, the public land whitetails were slightly trickier yeah. because yeah. a lot of the river bottoms were private. Yeah. So. yeah. And then you got Michael who grew up in Ohio where there's not a lot of public land. There's not. I mean, there is some, but... I mean, you have 12 million people in Ohio and you have 1 million people in, in Montana. Yeah. And you have, I don't know, triple the amount of land out here. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty interesting. And moving out here, I've really, it's really opened my eyes to how much public land means to people in the West, yeah. especially. Yeah. And if people in the East and Midwest would understand that, uh, and I think you're going to help out with, you know, sharing your journey. I mean, yeah, it's really important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed following your Instagram, Michael, there's not a lot of days you're not out filming, scouting, photographing, yeah. hiking. I mean, out here especially, I mean, back home it was it was a little different. I mean, you're walking around I mean, public land was, you know, your park down the street or if I wanted to go <laughs> if I want <laughs> if I wanted to go hunt some like some good public, I'd have to drive, you know, at least three hours down south yeah. or something. Um, but out here I've, I've just loved it so much every, every night after I come home from work, I'm either out going fishing on some public land or out doing some hiking or scouting, getting ready for the season and whatnot. Yep. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it's really, it's definitely eye opening coming, yeah. coming from the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. cause you grew up in international falls and right. like just, but moving out here and just having the whole mountain range as your playground. Oh, it's yeah. so spoiled. Yeah. I, I am like. I still can't believe I live here. I've, I've lived in the West now. I left Minnesota when I was 20. So 32 years I've been in the West. And yeah. I love Minnesota. I, you know, I love the Midwest. I, I love every, so many things about it. But for who I am and what I do, 
Yeah, you gotta, can't beat Montana. Live there, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> you'd have to put me in the nut house if you drug me back to yeah. you know, some other place. Yeah. You'd have to, I'd need serious, I don't know if Obamacare covers psychiatric treatment, <laughs> but I'd need it, no doubt. So, yeah. but uh, so some other things that we wanted to cover are uh, we're, we're doing something new this year. I'd be interested in your thoughts on it, uh, Sam. Uh, and this is a product, a little bit of, of at the prodding of Marcus and Michael. Uh, we did a bear hunt this spring, and we kind of stole the idea from uh, Casey and Brian and Eric on the Hushin YouTube channel. But Brian says they stole it from me out on my <laughs> Hunt Talk forum because I used to do these live hunts on Hunt Talk where yeah. I'd just talk, I'd be out there with my phone saying, yep. you know, this is blah, blah, blah. We're going to kill this elk. Tune in in 20 minutes and I'd come back and there'd be 500 guys hitting the refresh button yeah, on, to see on, if my, you... on my forum. Yep. And so uh, Brian and, and Casey said, yeah, they saw that. And so they did in Colorado a couple of years ago, they did a semi, they call it a semi-live hunt. Uh, I don't know what we call them, day by day or as... I don't know if we have a name for we it We don't yet. have a name We don't have a name. Yeah. We're all lacking names yeah, and titles. Pretty we bad. Gotta, we got to yeah. work on this nomenclature stuff. But. <laughs> so anyhow, we are going to, on our YouTube channel, almost make this season its whole YouTube story from start to finish. Cool. And uh, we're going to talk about where we're going. Here's what the calendar looks like. Here's how few days we're going to be home. Yep. How few showers we get, how many yep. crappy meals we got to eat. Yep. Uh, how many showers? What do you average a week? Showers. showers. I'm usually one a week per, I, all, they're all fall. When, when we're out <laughs> in camp, I'm, I'm like Mr. Clean compared to most people. Cause when you get to be a certain age, you're like, you know what? I don't have to stink this bad. <laughs> so I've got my own uh, bathing kit that is a, a wash basin and soap and, I bring washcloths and soap and shampoo for everybody and towels. Yeah. But I notice, not not making any <laughs> claims here, but I notice that I use mine a lot more than camera guys <laughs> tend to use theirs. So I'm thinking like every two or three days for me. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because uh, I... There's just some people who get pretty ripe. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I watch. I mean, them. I think I do too, yeah. but I, most of the time I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's it. You don't care about yourself. It's the guy yeah, with you who's like, man, <laughs> this guy got an allergy to soap or what's the deal here? So when, yeah. when you're on your hunts, do you share a tent with someone or uh, is it usually? Well, it depends, right, but okay. yeah, usually. Okay. Really? <laughs> uh, that's a I'm, I am not sharing a tent with anybody, man. I got my Hilleberg and it's a, I've got one that's a four man tent. Yeah. And that's just for you. Just right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just enough room. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if somebody no, thinks I'm, they're getting in my tent with me, oh, it, yeah. her name better be Kim Newberg. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only and that's, person getting in that tent. That's with probably me. how I should start running it. But yeah. I've shared some pretty close quarters. Well, especially <laughs> when you're in, you know, the back country and hiking real far back, you know, yeah. you, you want to, you know, stay low on the weight side. So yeah. it makes sense to. Yeah, but I, I can bring two ounces of shampoo <laughs> and take a, a soap bar and break it in half 
and I can go to a cold stream. And when you're in a cold stream, you get your stuff done really <laughs> Pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. But it's amazing how well that afternoon nap feels after you've washed all the chiggers and the yeah. crickets and snails out of your yeah. hair. And you go take a nap, you get up, you're ready to go after it. I don't I'm know. Sorry, I got off on that tangent. No, I, I, think, <laughs> I bet you the audience is wondering that same thing. When yeah. you guys live on the road for 100 days a year. Yeah. And, you know, the, a lot of the TV and other producer stuff, it's motels and lodges. Yep. Not for, I mean, no. uh, the school bus would be like such a luxury. <laughs> that, yeah. I'm like coveting. What's one of the commandments? Thou shall not covet thy neighbor. <laughs> I am You're covetous. coveting the bus. <laughs> I'm covetous at this point. But I don't know. Last year, Marcus, we, we managed. The, the downside yeah. is like that Wyoming elk hunt we did with Pat that year, two years ago. The wind blows and it's November and it's 10 degrees. Yeah. The, the good part is you don't get as lathered up. So yeah. it takes a few more days for yeah. the bacterial growth to yeah. get that. that <laughs> and then it's just but, a lot of unscented baby wipes, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Baby wipe. Yeah. Wipe a dive, yeah. Whatever you want to call them. That's uh, funny. Yeah, we, we travel with large, we, we are Costco shoppers oh, yeah. when it comes to baby wipes yeah. <laughs> and TP. Yeah, the 100 pack. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that's, uh, so how did we get off on that? We were oh, talking, you're talking about, about the, our, the day by day or yeah, semi-live YouTube, YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, so we uh, we kind of decided we're going to do that this year and, and how we got talked into it is we did a 12-day bear hunt in May and June mm -hmm. and... I was worried, man, we aren't seeing any bears. No one's going to want to watch this. And these guys are like, oh, don't worry about it. Just let's throw it up there. So we did. It worked. It worked. Yeah. Uh-oh. Was that my phone? Sorry if it was. And uh, I better turn that off. Uh, <laughs> well, that's just crap. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was Greg from Keep It Public. He wants to know what I'm doing in the Keep It Public school bus. Oh, well. <laughs> We'll have to get in touch. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Gr hey, Greg, you didn't know it, but you're on the podcast here from Keep It Public. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no, if those guys want to hop on board and help share the story, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, I'm sure we can talk to them I about think the that. More, I think the more people spreading the word about the bus, the best. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Speaking that's of which, how, how are you sharing the story? So <laughs> I've been uh, been working with Andrew McKean over at Outdoor Life. Okay. And I think the, I mean, the plan is to have the majority of the content first run through the open country section of their website. Yeah. And uh, so I'll be doing um, kind of photo essay style stuff and then short social media videos um, about the hunts and yeah. different trips and stuff. So cool. yeah. will, will you or does this project have its own website or Facebook page? Or? Uh, so I'm going to have everything live through, um, actually just launched the website last night, yeah. um, Public Land Tees. Um, so just my brother and I started a shirt company to help fund the bus project. And okay, then, we, then, we, we need everybody to pitch in here. So now yeah. how can they buy a shirt and help fund the project? So just go to publiclandtees.com. Tees, not yep. like... T-E-E-S. Yep, like t-shirts. Yeah. Publicland, T-E-E-S. T-E-E-S. Yeah. Right there. Okay. Right here. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess well, but yeah. the podcast audience no, can't No, they won't be able that. to see it. So yeah, I, so it's just Because public when land. you said that, I'm like tees, like someone... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. So, uh, publiclandtees.com. Like, like t shirts yep. with a plural. Exactly. I like drinking tea. Yeah. Not like that. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not, not with <laughs> Michael, not T E A. Yeah. 
T-E-E-S. There we go. Get him off the podcast. T-E-E-S. Yeah. Public T-E-E-S.com. Yep. They buy a shirt. Buy a shirt. So, and then $5 from every shirt sold goes to backcountry hunters and anglers to help them lobby against, you know, for public land access and to keep public lands public. Cool. And then the rest goes to helping fund this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I hope this doesn't turn into like my TV operation did. What's that? It's a job you bought. Yeah, hopefully not. But the good news is, is I'm in charge of marketing and uh, design of all the shirts. Okay. And my brother's in charge of all the logistics. So if he's, if he has to, quit his day job and, <laughs> and, and just be shipping t-shirts, that would be perfect. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully yep. his employer doesn't hear you say that. Well, he owns his own business, so oh. it's fine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. So huh. what does so, it cost to, I'm sorry to interrupt, but what does it cost to fill up this bad boy? So it's a 60 gallon tank and it's two, about roughly 250 a gallon for diesel. So Oh, it's so expensive. Some money. <laughs> Some money. But <laughs> I I was pumped. So I filled up in Bowman, North Dakota. And then I, I drove to, I stopped in Park City, Montana, just to let the bus cool down a little yeah. bit and take a break. And I filled up and I did the, the math and I got 9.2 miles to the gallon. No way. Yeah. Mm. And it's basically uphill from Bowman to Park City. Right. So I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like my Tacoma. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to have that checked out. <laughs> but no, pulling a six by 10 utility trailer with a four wheeler and coolers and stuff yeah. and the whole, you know, a 20,000 pound bus. I was, yeah, I was pretty happy with 9.2. Especially yeah. with an automatic transmission. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Have you taken her off road yet? Uh, no, not like, <laughs> <laughs> not like real off road. Be- um, before the podcast, we were talking about what tires cost. You don't want to take it off road. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, gonna, that's like, what you need. You need a website pledge where I pledge to repair the first flat tire. Yeah, that'd be great. I we, we need like to. I hope somebody from Michelin hears this, or like you know one of the tire companies. Yeah, and they can just be like, we'll give you a little discount on yeah <laughs> on on knobby tires. You know. There you yeah. So, huh. yeah. So uh, you got your website you just yeah. launched, and then uh, yeah, I'll have a whole page. Um, should be I'm building the page in the next few days, um, or actually my web designer is. But yeah. I'm. Uh, it's going to have all of the stuff about the bus, and then I'll be updating that as well. So, cool. Yeah. Dinner. I'm telling people they better donate. That'd be great. Early. And often. Yeah. Do you have a donate button out there? No. So I haven't built it. It's a donate Midwestern button. thing. Of, yeah. Well, I don't want anyone to feel like I'm asking for money. Yeah. Well, the dude needs money, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, okay. if you want to just donate money, uh, just send an email to the the email on the website and we'll take your money. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Gladly. So. Yeah. Because yeah. it's important. I mean, you're taking a whole year out of your productive yeah. livelihood. Yeah to do that. Yeah. So luckily I've had a bunch of companies believe in me and have helped, yeah. you know, pitch in on the build and stuff and, and are going to pitch in on, on travel and whatever. But yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a long year in a bus and, you know, just out there preaching the public land's word. So, well, so are you planning on it being a one year thing or are you going to do it for multiple years or is that just- No, I'm, I'm pretty much planning on it being a one year thing for now. And then, <laughs> and then I'll feel it out yeah. after that. Okay. So, um, I think if I can't get the message across in a year, then I'm doing something wrong. Okay. <laughs> so, like, what's it going to cost me for a first right of refusal on the bus when it's 
well, sent to retirement. We can talk off podcasts on that. I don't, I don't, I don't want to have all your listeners, you know, start a bidding war on the side. Well, that, would that be wouldn't be too bad for you. Yeah. I mean, well, like, see, so what should we start at? Like twenty grand for the bus? You know, well, uh, maybe there's <laughs> listeners who would pay for that. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so uh, it costs with the awning. I think the whole project cost me about twelve. Really? So a bus, not counting your labor. Not counting labor, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be about 40. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I, I, the, the only thing that worries me is, I know you don't want to quote unquote pimp it out, but how are people going to know this is the core of discovery, the, the public land, the Voyager, the whatever? Yeah, but, I know. That's How do you do that? How do, how do people know? Hey, I mean, I mean, like when Willie Nelson's outfit is heading down the interstate. You know man, it's Willie. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't have an answer for that. Really? I've just been trying really hard to keep it just clean. No yeah. stickers, no. I, I, I just don't want to look like the NASCAR bus rolling down the road. I got friends in NASCAR. They'll set they, you up. They'll man. wrap it for me. They'll do the whole thing. <laughs> I bet you're Ryan. Th- we just, do we you just, know Ryan here? Ryan Reichert at uh, Raps here in, no, in Bozeman? I don't. We just need, uh, I think the only way I'd wrap it is if uh, Sitka wanted to wrap it in Optifade. You know, yeah. the whole subalpine sub bus. Or open country. That would or, be or sweet. The waterfall <laughs> pattern. That would be pretty cool. They the need, waterfall pattern would be pretty because cool. Because there was a guy who had a bus like this in my hometown. Yeah. He painted it like this really ugly camouflage. So when you you were just talk- called my roommates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your roommates might have been related to him. And the idea was that way he could drive it further out towards the duck blinds out. I, I like it. In Gregla, yeah. Minnesota, over in the North Dakota <laughs> direction, over in what northwestern Minnesota, yeah. there's Lake Agassiz and all these places, and convoys of people would go there oh, yeah. duck hunting. And they all had school buses. And, <laughs> I, and Bill's was kind of like, it, it really didn't even look like camo was such a bad paint job. <laughs> I think he's colorblind because it was more blue than it was green. I uh, mean, it, it'd be hard for me to wrap it now because I spent three days in a metal shed in South Dakota painting, painting? this thing. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Huh. Painting, uh, it, painting it hunter green and gloss almond. Huh. <laughs> well, maybe you could just... You could sell the real estate on each window and yeah. say, all right, Sitka, here you get this window. <laughs> we'll put a decal on there. Uh, $5 million. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just start high, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I need to do like a massive um, something on the top. On the top. Yeah. Like, you know, so like when there's drones or something flying Oh, over we got a know? drone. Should we? <laughs> That's what we need to do. We need to drone you when you're driving across the country. <laughs> I've got one too. Oh, do you? So, oh, well, you don't need us. <laughs> just need to have it, you know, put it in track mode and yeah. fly, it, yeah. fly it down the road. <laughs> well, I like the way it looks. Thank I you. I do too. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. It's cool, man. Yeah. No, I've been I, trying to keep it pretty clean, but yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I just want people to know, and you probably want to stay lower key because it's like, I don't want the whole world knowing where I'm at. Yeah. All right. So yeah. we got to figure out I think we can get enough people that. following along online that they'll know the bus. You think so? Yeah. All right. And if um, I'm at a campground parked or whatever, or on a, in a, you know, trailhead or whatever, I feel like people are going to come up and talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. if I saw you, even if I didn't know who you were, you I, I go and talk to anyone who owns a school bus. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> they are, they should be president, man. I go up and I talk to them. I, I want the details. I want what, you know, what's under the hood. What year is it? Yep. All that stuff. Yeah. 
My uncle Elton had one of these, man. We had some good times in there. If there's a mechanic, if there's a diesel mechanic out there, I need, I have some questions about overheating. So I think I need to replace the thermostat in it. So, huh? Do we know any diesel? There's probably one listening. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's having trouble on mountain passes. So I've had to slow down a little bit. Really? Yeah. Pull over. Cool down. Yeah. Huh. That's what I'm guessing. Well, you know, you're probably starting something here, Sam. I bet you next year there's going to be guys floating the Mississippi from Lake Itasca all the way to the <laughs> delta of the Gulf of Mexico, and it's going to be like the the Huck Finn sort of raft <laughs> that is the public land raft. Perfect. And some guy's going to float a hot air balloon from Reno to Nashville or hey, something. that's just fine, you know? I think that's a good thing. Yeah. If we get more people on board with this, you know, the more the better. How cool would that be if that all would of be a sudden awesome. you, everyone's yeah. like, I, I want to be Sam. Perfect. Well, I don't know if anyone... <laughs> <laughs> we need we need some of those shirts, yeah. Sam for president. Vote vote for Sam. <laughs> I think like I'll, Sam. I think I'll leave the politics for my mom. She's okay. a Republican senator in South Dakota. I'll just oh, leave. Really? Yeah, I'll just. <laughs> oh. I don't think I'm made for politics. <laughs> really? Okay. But it oh. would be fun to see those shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what, what was that movie where the guy vote for Pedro? Vote for Pedro. Uh, <laughs> Napoleon died. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Vote for Sam. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> no, so you, as far as the feedback so far, it's been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we just, we were talking about earlier, wide open spaces, just saw my yeah. post. The website. The website. So yep. they can go and read, because I saw it out there. It's yeah. wideopenspaces.com. Yep. They, they repurpose a lot of our stuff too. And that's, yep. I was looking for ours and I saw yours. I'm yeah. like, crap, looks like Sam's <laughs> going to be in town. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I had put out a Facebook post, um, just kind of, um, with photos of the build and, and kind of what I was up to and, um, one of the guy who wrote the article reached out to me and he's like, Hey, I just saw this floating around. We're going to do an article on it. Do you want to add anything? So I sent back a bunch of stuff, uh, talking about the build and how much it costs and kind of what I was up to and they posted it. So, you know, yes. it's, I guess it's growing. <laughs> cool. So, but no, yeah, the feedback has been huge. Yeah. So, yeah. So the Facebook page, is there a Facebook page? For uh, it? no, not yet. I've been right now. I've just been pushing everybody to my Instagram page. Okay. Um, what's the Instagram? It's page? just at Sam Soholt. At Sam Soholt. Yeah. S-O-H-O-L-T. L-T. Yeah. Just like okay. it sounds. <laughs> All right. So you don't have some funky handle like at Sam the man. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. kept, my, kept the brand just me. Okay. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Following in your footsteps, you know. Yeah. Randy, Randy Newberg. Newberg. Yeah. yeah. I try to be pretty simple yeah. about that. I, yeah. I learned how to spell my name like in eighth grade. Yeah. That's and good. I, I figured. Early on then. Yeah. Early on. <laughs> yeah. You know. For I, somebody from Minnesota anyway. Right. I mean, I was telling these guys this. Uh, in my grade school, there was a guy. He, uh, I think when I was in fifth grade, he finally quit. He was in my uncle's class and then he was in my... Uh, other classes he just stayed in fifth grade forever <laughs> and finally when i got in fifth grade he quit went to work as a commercial truck driver really yeah. right then yeah <laughs> we didn't even have a desk for him we had a table i mean he's so big he, <laughs> the, so the how old was he was he like 16 like <laughs> 16 17 Jeez. teacher would send him down to the store to get cigarettes for uh for uh break time over i really hope time. this is a true story <laughs> <laughs> all my friends back in big falls are they know exactly oh, what i'm talking awesome. about <laughs> i mean that that's kind of i mean that's a lot of years of flunk in fifth grade <laughs> Well, no one really flunking. I was just not caring. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you go play football, you know, with a yeah. with a guy who's seventeen and you're <laughs> nine. And uh, did, 
You didn't have ringers when you were in uh, Pee Wee football? Uh, like guys over a certain weight had to wear a red ring around their helmets. Okay. No, that'd have been half the team. (laughs) (laughs) And they're growing big up there. Well, they're growing big or they just don't make it, you know, Yeah. they they didn't advance that far. Just hold back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But so if you listen to Garrison Keeler, you'll know how he talks about us folks up in Northern Minnesota. Yeah. My dad, till the day he died, he used to call him that Garrison, that that Keeler blankety blank. (laughs) And my dad hated him. I'm like, Dad, he's funny. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a blankety blank. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, the, the way he talks about us is true. No, he's not. If, if I saw that son of a bitch, I'd run him over. <laughs> I, I mean, so I don't know. Maybe we can't find good humor at our own expense. At least my dad couldn't find humor at his own expense. But Garrison Keeler's right on when he talked about northern okay. Minnesota people. So. Yeah. But yep. so w- you're, uh, you've got that schedule going this year. Yep. We've got our calendar. We're going to wrap it up in Arizona in January. Yeah. And you said that's right after SHOT Show. Yeah. Yeah. So in the interim, we're going to be in, let's see, Nevada, New Mexico a couple times. This year is like Arizona year. Yep. This is a crazy Arizona year. Last like year, three or four times we're going there? Yeah. I think I, it's, it's going to be a warm year. Yeah. 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 Well, cool we, that. so I've got an elk tag, so we'll be down there in October for that. And then... Uh, we'll be down there the first week in November because we have deer tags. Me and my buddy Wade. Perfect. That one will be fun. Yeah, that'll be that's Kaibab deer hunt. Uh, and then Jerry's got the tag, the elk tag. I promise. Oh yeah. I promised Jerry if he drew, we'd come down and film and help out. Uh, and Gerber is sending a couple of their product design people on that hunt. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. And they said. Sweet. They said, they said, well, if you guys shoot something, we're the ones who are in charge of gutting and gilling. I'm like, you guys are going to have to bend arms with me. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, this is weird, Sam. I mean, you, some people think I'm, well, I validate frequently that I'm weird. But, <laughs> uh, I love the, the, the field dressing. Yeah. I don't care if it's birds, uh, critters I, like beaver and muskrats that I trap or deer or elk or whatever. So when the Gerber guys are like, no, we want to come down and do a bunch of product testing on some new stuff. I'm like, well, yeah, but... Like, how about you just watch? Yeah. And I'll test it. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of my thought. But, you know, if they're coming all the way from Portland, I, uh, yeah. I want to make sure... Suppose you got to give them a little chance. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> they're coming to Arizona with us. And then we'll be Big down... Big sheep, right? That's Nevada. Oh, yeah. yeah. Buddy Same Mike. difference. Nevada, Michael. warm. Michael. Look at that. My wife is over there checking you out, Sam. She, she's like, see, she's she's got her little dog with her. She's waving to us. She's like, I wonder if that little dog could live in that tiny house. Well, I'll give her a full tour when this yeah. is when we're done with this. So. All right. She yeah. she might be bashful. Though. She usually stays awake because she doesn't like to be on camera. <laughs> well, get, she doesn't have to be on camera. I know, you know but yeah. if these guys come out here yeah. with the camera, cameras and we're filming back in the house (laughs) she's in the house and if they walk in with a camera that's not in one of the pelican cases they're just holding it in their hand yeah she'll pull me aside were they filming me (laughs) (laughs) you delete that you grab that card and you delete that (laughs) (laughs) honey you have you i've been doing this 10 years have you ever showed up on tv well no but (laughs) you never know yeah you know so. Michael's a new camera guy, so yeah. All right. can't Don't trust him. Get so, in there, <laughs> document the Newbergs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> new reality show. So we're gonna be in Wyoming. My Marcus yep. is gonna shoot a Boone and Crockett elk up in the 
up in the mountains. Wow, Wyoming. we're really getting ambitious. Boomer. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna shoot yeah. a raghorn. That's fine. <laughs> Wait, is it? Is it uh, either sex tag? It is. So I could shoot a spike. Right. They're Ooh. like the dumbest it's things any, in the world. It's huh? any elk. We should shoot spikes. We should. Or a cat. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm we should see how who can shoot one the closest. We should make a competition. Like who closest can shoot to one? the truck? No, closest to to oh, you. So. Oh, or who boy. can get the closest? I got you. Oh, get that. No, I'm thinking like closest to the truck. Closest to the mean. truck. All right. If, if you shoot one closer to the truck than I do, you get to be the boss for a month. <laughs> Isn't I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, but when you do that, you're the one who's got to write checks to cover payroll. Yeah. <laughs> but, so we're going to be in Wyoming. Where else are we going to be? Montana. When are you going to be in eastern Montana? Deer hunting. November? Uh, end of October. Oh, we're not going to be there till the middle of November. Dang. Shoot. Huh. Yeah, I'll be deep into white, white tail stuff by then. So. Really? Yeah. Huh. You want to bring the bus down on a moose hunt? Where's that? Here in Montana. When? Uh, I think sometime I got to wait till Matthew tells us what his calendar is. He just got a new job. So he's trying to convince his employer of the importance of moose hunting. Yeah. Some employers yeah, don't one. quite understand no. that, but I think I've got him convinced that if they won't let you do it, quit that job. Yeah. <laughs> I know it took, I think that's the right it answer. took him five years to get that job of his dreams, <laughs> but if they aren't going to let you go moose hunting, it's not the job of your dreams. No. You quit those no, kind of that's jobs. That's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going to be in late October. Okay. Oh, the wind is blowing through yeah, the windows here. Put a window up. Nah, we're not. We're, we I want the full effect. Good. Yeah. It feels good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, since Michael hasn't showered for three weeks. <laughs> since three moved, days. Hasn't Come showered on. since he moved out to Montana. Yeah, so. that's right. That's yeah. right. So you could bring it out for that. Well, yeah, keep me posted yeah. depending on where I'm at. I mean, can you, I think you need a set of antlers or something. On I know, the hood. I know. Need to make that happen. So, do, do you need a set? I got a whole shop full of them here. If what, you need uh, them. elk or what? But you name it, you can have them. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> All right, we'll go take a look. All right. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Wouldn't it? Yeah. But if Matthew shot a moose. Put I, it on there. Yeah. <laughs> he probably wouldn't like that. I don't know that he'd care. I'd like it because then I wouldn't have to pay for the bill to get a euro mount or a, or a taxidermy mount. Because as, as tight as he is. He, he wouldn't do it himself? No. He, what he'd do is that lady who just walked out here, yeah. my wife, his yeah. mom, he'd say, Mom, that'd look nice on your wall. She'd go, okay. She'd say, okay. <laughs> and so she'd and then go, she'd pay for it. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's, your mom probably oh, do the same thing. No, no, she doesn't like taxidermy. I know my wife doesn't yeah. either. She, she <laughs> I hates to, it. I, I tried to hang this up in our cabin. Yeah. So I shot the deer. I did my own Euro mount. I love doing that. I love the process yeah. of that. And, yeah. uh, you know, had it done within a day and mm -hmm. hung it up on the wall. And we had just put new pine in that room and I hung it up and she came up like, it must've been the spring. She was like, What's the deal with that? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. huh. I was like, oh, that's the deer I shot last yeah. year. She's like, yeah, but you put a nail hole in that pine. Oh. <laughs> I was like, uh, well, yeah. yeah. My, my wife says, you know, in your family, that might be art. But in my family, those are just dead animals. Get them out of here. <laughs> Unless they're my son. Yeah. Well, you know, so. I guess there's... Ex Exceptions. That's but the okay. Euro Mount thing, Marcus is like the Euro Mount king of the world. I'll just bring everything to him then. There you go. <laughs> he, he can, I mean, he, he can do a Euro Mount over lunch. No kid. Yeah, it's well, pretty close. Yeah, long lunch. About three, <laughs> give me three hours yeah. and I get it done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How many Euro Mounts do you think you've done? I don't know a lot. I used to 
uh, doing for money. Or, well, no, I didn't do that because I don't think that's legal with a <laughs> taxidermy license. But um, Do it for free beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The college yeah. kids got to do what they got to do. You got to do what you got to do. I mean, yeah. the statute of limitations has probably expired. No, it kind of sucks because then all my family members uh, bring their deadheads to my house, you know, yeah. just expecting me to do them for free every year now. Right, after they've left them in the sun in the back of the truck for four days and oh, the yeah. maggots are crawling yeah. out the yeah. ear holes. They're like, here, Marcus, I got something for yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but you know what? My wife, mm-hmm. she did her own, was really? it last year? Yeah. I think because we were gone when she shot her deer. That's right. And she boiled it herself and did it herself. And now, so I know she knows how to do it. I don't perfect. have to do hers anymore. Yeah. Oh, perfect. man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably not the way it'll work yeah, out. I was going to say, Kara, if you're listening to this, straighten him out, would you? <laughs> no, I don't have to do them anymore or hers anymore. <laughs> that's a line of BS. That's like the guys who say, oh, I'm going to wear the pants around my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when your wife lets you. <laughs> but that's... Usually we get into marital advice on this podcast. <laughs> but I'm, I've been trying to avoid that lately. Yeah. There's a couple things I've been avoiding lately is public land politics just because yep. I wanted, we really got heavy into it last winter because all the states were in their legislative sessions yep. Yep. and Congress had just convened and all the crazy idiots from Utah decided they had all these <laughs> all dumb ideas. So we had no choice but to really get into it. Yeah, you got to talk about it. But... Uh, uh, on Monday, we're doing a podcast. Me, uh, Ryan Callahan, uh, big cool. BHA yep. guy, Giannis yep. uh, Putellis. And we're trying to figure out who else will has a political background. We've invited two people who do a lot of politics stuff, and they're a little more subdued than I am. Yeah. But we're really going to get into it. Cool. If well, you I look forward to listening Utah, to it. If you're a Utah politician on Monday, yeah. your ass is going to be burning. <laughs> <laughs> As it should be. It should be yeah. because people are like, well, why are they doing all these stupid things, this new administration? And if you were following along and how everything is working, uh, a lot of it's coming out of Utah. Yep. The I don't know what it is in the water, the air, or whatever, but you must just have to be an idiot to get elected <laughs> in Utah. Yeah, you must. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> and, and so all these dumb ideas, like what's the most recent one? They don't like the sage grouse plan. So uh, they, they said there wasn't enough local input. And Marcus, you count, when you, back in your days as a biologist, you spent summers counting sage grouse. And well, I wasn't a biologist. I was just a technician. Tech, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Technical. <laughs> wasn't that fancy. <laughs> all right. But you spent a lot of time working on all these sage grouse inventories, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, I, I did surveys up uh, on the High Line and then I uh, worked on a research project. So yeah. it down. Uh, in southern southwest Montana. So. Yeah. And so all these state plans come together. And my, uh, Matt Mead, is the governor of Wyoming, did a great job. He's kind of the leader of telling the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, we need to let the states run sage-grouse management. Every western state was on it. Didn't matter if they were Republican, Democrat governors. They're like, yeah, let our state agencies do it. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service said, yeah, that's a unique approach. Let's let the states do this. One state bitched and moaned. Utah. Utah. <laughs> they, they complained there wasn't enough local input. Uh, well, I think that is because the, the, the people that they listen to in Utah, and 
I better not say that. <laughs> I was going you said you weren't going to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. You can't get into it till Monday. Yeah. <laughs> anyhow, so the reason, so here's their theory: we should go and let all the sage grouse habitat get destroyed, and we'll raise them like chickens, and we'll just release them. That's kind of what they're talking about. Well, there's that you know, wouldn't I, I can't work. see any flaws in that. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's no way that would work. No, it wouldn't. No. They, we prove it every year when we release pheasants. Yeah. The, you know, in places where pheasants don't have natural reproduction, they raise them and they go release them. And I think within a week, they're all eaten by birds of prey and fox and weasels and mink. And, and pheasants are a lot more hardy than they're hardy. They're hardier, yeah, than sage grass for sure. Right. So, so that's kind of the, in a nutshell, the Utah solution of how we keep sage grouse intact. Yeah. Turn it into a zoo, right. basically. And so the sage, the, the, the Utah folks, have convinced the administration that we know what we're talking about. So right now, all the other Western states were treated like colonies of Utah. <laughs> and that pisses me off to a point where if I saw some of those Utah guys, I, it'd be all I could do to not kick them. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I think that video would go viral. You think so? <laughs> That's what Randy Newberg kicks politician. <laughs> I, I, I would never do that. But we, I know. But, you know, I, I come from Montana where when you run for office, you body slam reporters. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's standard practice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that just comes with territory here. So yeah. those guys better watch out if they start pissing me off. That's no. all in humor, folks. Don't. <laughs> it's just I jokes. Can, I can see some, <laughs> some yeah. FBI Secret yeah. Service guy coming like, Newberg, we're here to check you out. <laughs> I heard what you said. Uh, about the Utah politicians. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's how it works though in Utah is once you get elected, you're elected for life. They, really? they never unelect anybody. Once, once There's no term? Like I mean, limit? look at Orrin Hatch. He's been... Orrin Hatch voted on the Civil War, whether or not to go to war <laughs> with the South. And he's still there. He's still there. Voting on sage grouse. Who yeah. is this guy? Orrin Hatch. <laughs> He's so old. He's a, he's a senator from Utah. Okay. Okay. A, I mean, Moby Dick wasn't even a minnow when he got elected <laughs> to start with. And so what happens is these guys in Utah never get unelected. So, so they don't have term limits. No. And so you have this seniority system. Why is Rob Bishop the chairman of the House Natural Resources Committee? Certainly not because he's qualified. <laughs> Just because he's been there a long time. He's been there forever. And he'll never get unelected. Orrin Hatch will die in Congress, which everyone keeps saying that. They've been saying that for like 12 years. And <laughs> How old is he, is he actually? Yeah. I have no idea. We should Google it. I bet you. What's I, his name? Orrin Hatch. Warren, like Warren Buffett? Orrin, O-R-N. I mean, he's a, yeah, I've met him. He's a nice enough guy. But the things that he listens to out of some of the, the, the bad ideas that come out of there, I mean, that is the home of the sell the public land movement. Yeah. He's 83. He's, he's from Pittsburgh, too. But he's only 83? That makes a lot of sense. Oh, uh, he's yeah, a, he's 83. He was born March 22nd, 1934. <laughs> he must have gotten voted in when he was 12 or something. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look that old. I mean, 80. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe C-SPAN makes you look Looks like older, he's got then. a bunch of plastic in his face, maybe. No. <laughs> no, but, but anyhow, I, that is why Utah right now has so much influence. Utah theory, yeah. Utah ideas, because they've ideology. Been there so long. Yeah. In Montana, if you screw around with public lands, you're going to be down in the unemployment line. Yeah. In, in Idaho, you screw around with public lands, you, you better get your resume polished up. Yeah. Well, then so, how is it so different in Utah then? I have yeah. no idea. 
I, I, I know so many great people from Utah, hunters, hardcore hunters. They love public land. I'm like, how, how are you guys vote? I, I don't know if when when the, the Trump talks about voter fraud, I don't know, maybe it's all happening in Utah or something. <laughs> That's how these guys get elected because all the hunters I know in Utah are like really cool people. So we just need to help them rally around voting somebody else in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And I know what they're saying. Newberg, you live in Montana. Why do you care about this? The reason I care about it is because that infestation, that plague, that pox on the landscape yep. is now across the West. And yep. we got to deal with it. Yeah. So yep. I said I wasn't going to get into politics. <laughs> well, we can move on to something else now. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Monday, we're really going to yeah. get into it, though. I mean, like, we, we probably couldn't do it in this bus. <laughs> we're probably going to have to do it in, like, a, uh, the, the octagon, the, the, the MMA <laughs> mat, because it's, it's going to get pretty wild. But that's why I'm having some real moderated kind of professional person who spends a lot more time than I do in D.C. Mm-hmm. there to kind of calm it down. Yeah, it's probably a good plan. You think so? Yeah. Because I, I don't know, I might wake up after that podcast release. I won't have any sponsors. I won't have anything. I'll, <laughs> I'll have militia sitting out in my driveway there. <laughs> well, I hope that's not true. I hope it's not the case, but if so, take a number and stand that's, in line. That's there. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you if you should see some of my emails, man, do you get do you guys get crazy? Well, well no, you guys no. purposely no hold about us. So <laughs> but with I don't the, yet. Right, you're yeah. going to trust yeah, me. I'm sure. After this podcast, there's yeah. going to be guys punching holes in your bus tires and hope not. dumping hope sugar not. in your gas tank. And well, get a locking gas cap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like you, re- you communists. You think that we should have public lands? Have you read the Constitution? That's what cracked me up. People yeah. like, have you read the Constitution? Yeah, I've read it a lot. What what is this supreme? Start to finish. What does this have to do with any of it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're like, well, the courts don't know what they're talking about because the Supreme Court has always said, yeah, public federal government can own public. That's right. So these supposed constitutional geniuses who they're kind of like the guy told you. I like the air quotes. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, kind of like the guy who quit in fifth grade and went went to be a commercial truck driver. Yep. Those are the kind of guys who will. have their little pocket I look, constitution. I look forward to the emails. When, when, <laughs> when those guys pull out their little pocket constitution, they must have tore out the page about Article 3 that says the Supreme Court, the courts, the judiciary, shall interpret the laws. Because they disregard that. Well, wow, those guys don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I made it through third grade. Yeah. <laughs> I know but, everything. Yeah. <laughs> but the Supreme Court don't know anything. Yeah. It's yeah. like, really? Let me, let well, me. they usually put a lot of dumb people on the Supreme Court. Oh, so. well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the qualification is like sixth grade. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose some of those justices, they, they have a stamp with their name and they just put an X next to their name because yep. they haven't even learned how to spell their name or something. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I say that because I grew up in a town where people, you, my mom had a little diner. There were a couple guys, I'm not going to use their name, would come in with their checkbook. She'd fill it out for them, sign it, and they just put an X next to it. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they didn't know how to do any of that stuff. That's next level up there. Where you grew up. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're going to Big Falls next year. Yeah. We are. We're going to Big Falls next year, and we're going to have an open mic session at the pub. People can come and tell every corny Big Falls, Randy Newberg story they want. That might be a five-hour podcast. We're oh, going probably. But I don't know if deer season in, in South Dakota is like it is in Minnesota where all of a sudden 
a million people show up wearing orange from head to toe? Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's, it's not, like a big it's tradition? Not as, yeah, it's a huge tradition. It's not as big as Minnesota, but it's... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Well, yeah, there's a lot of public land stuff rooted in all that hunting and all that tradition. And yeah, I mean, kind of like elk camps here. Yeah, you talk about it. one of your family members. It's their ridge. Yeah, in your elk camp, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And so it's <laughs> no matter where you go. So if there's I'm hunting, actually going to be up in northern Minnesota next spring, um, really? spending a couple of weeks in the Boundary Waters. Really? Yeah. That'll be sweet. They're going to talk about all the mining stuff that's going on out there. Or trying, you know, that they're trying to get past I'm thinking when you go from South Dakota to the Boundary Waters, ah, you're going to miss Big Fall. No, I I could make a trip through. If you go to Bemidji and head north on Highway 71, go to Big Falls, keep, you know, stop there. You can put your beer on my tab there. There's only (laughs) one bar. Uh, But then go up to Little Fork and you can cut across over to Highway 53. It'll take you right to Ely. Great. Yeah. I'll do it. No. Yeah. If, you, if you talk I'll, I'll to Dale and Brenda, they own the only gas station in town. Okay. You can put it on my tab there too. They know I'm good <laughs> I'll for film it. the whole thing. I'll ask about it. Yeah. yeah. They, usually they call my brother. Hey, Jason, someone is here says they know Randy. Do if, you know if, these people? Yeah. <laughs> if he's not good for it, are you? And he just hangs up the phone. <laughs> so, but oh, that's perfect. The joys of growing up in a town of 200 people. Well, yeah. Now it's 200. It was 500. Yeah. yeah. Shrinking. So. How are we getting on all these I tangents? Don't know. Yeah, it happens. You guys that's, need that's to start. That's what a podcast re- is. Yeah, yeah. You need to start Seriously. reeling me in here. I'm like, I feel like I'm getting way out there. This is one of those weird podcasts. Part of it is just this excitement. I think Being I bring it school out. School bus, people. you do, yeah. Sam. <laughs> you and your school bus have really brought out <laughs> good some some good stuff. Some just good. what I'm like all about. Yeah. So. You think we could get this bus up a mountain in Nevada? One of those mining roads. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Boy, I bet you'd be hot. In I'll have here, to replace though, the thermostat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how long have we been cranking on this thing, Michael? An hour and 28 minutes and 48 seconds. And 48 seconds. <laughs> <I've got> 48 <laughs> seconds so. Thank you for the seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Needed that. You know, I'd probably let you park this school bus right here in my spare lot if you uh, let me have the school bus for a while. Done. <laughs> Cool. I thought we already had a deal, man. I thought hey, you're coming to my place. It, it can he's, go. A, he, he's afraid your roommates are going to come and paint it yeah, some funky yeah. camouflage. Yeah. I already had. So, I already had somebody put a sticker so, on the back. I had to scrape off. So had some you know. BS. <laughs> so uh, of all the trips you got going this year, which one are you most excited about? Um, that's tough. Yeah, because it's a, it's going to be a pretty good fall. Yeah. Um, you're hunting or you're filming? Which which excites you more? Oh, the, well. I'm always more excited to hunt. <laughs> I, 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 feel, I do film and photography so I can hunt more. Yeah. So, um, but the, uh, the, you know, the trip with Matzinger will be good this year. Um, filming him, that's always a good time. And then um, actually one I'm kind of excited about where I'm not hunting is uh, a buddy of mine. His name's Tom Jensen, South Dakota guy, hunts hard all yeah. the time. He drew a rifle elk tag in Western South Dakota. Oh, wow. And so that starts mm. October 1st. Yeah. Is and that once in a lifetime? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So we're going to, I'm going to drive the bus down there and we'll pull it in. And he's got uh, three of his buddies that are going to oh, wow. be uh, hanging out in the bus and we're going to get it set up and see if we can't go shoot a big elk with a rifle. And cool. Yeah. So that one should be a good time. Just, you know, going back to the home state, you know, and mm-hmm. hanging out in the Western uh, South Dakota and the Black Hills out there and doing that. But uh, personal hunt, uh, I love chasing mule deer, so yeah. late October in Montana is going to be a pretty good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always fun. Yeah, yeah. 
we're in a good cycle here right now. We haven't had a brutal winter. Yeah. I mean, some places had a tough winter last winter, but. I think we were all right. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. And it wasn't like Wyoming or Idaho. <laughs> or Idaho. Yeah. yeah. We, we, where everything out. died. <laughs> yeah. That's too bad for yeah. those, those states because, boy, they were producing some big gear yeah. in Idaho the last yeah. few years. Yeah. Whew. That's crazy. That's really too bad because Idaho, until that winter, I don't know, maybe, maybe it'll turn out to be okay. You think about public land mule deer with over-the-counter tags. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you'd find a better mix of just go buy a tag and go with as much public land as Idaho yeah. has. I don't think there's a better state. And, for it. and the quality yeah. of mule deer. <clears throat> yep. But boy, they got some badass country in Idaho. Yeah. There's a reason yeah. that those deer get yeah. old. Yeah. So when you guys say, you know, it's a bad winter, is that, does it kill like big mature bucks or is that like lower the reproductive cycle of fawns or whatnot or is it just kind of the whole thing i'm gonna defer to marcus he's the guy with the biology <laughs> i'd have to google training. that yeah no. <laughs> he always says that it's <laughs> an undergrad degree it doesn't actually mean i know anything but yeah no i mean it, it's gonna affect all the whole age class okay. yeah you're gonna but, you're gonna lose and they say it's particularly bad on fawns, fawns right because yeah. yeah because the snow gets so deep they just can't yeah, handle yeah. the cold and the fawns yeah. and the oldest bucks is what i've read yeah. i don't know for sure i got you so yeah. like they say in wyoming they lost over 90 percent of the fawn crop so you think of it's crazy four or five years from now what's that gonna do because yeah, yeah. there's gonna be a there's gonna be a lot class. of three-year-olds shot yeah, yeah. that year so, so it's yeah. i got you bummer. yeah and it's just weather though yeah and, it uh, happens it's all cyclical yeah. So, yeah, I wish there was a better way around it. But of our trips, nature. Marcus, what's your what's your most? And not counting the one where you get to shoot a boon and crocodile elk. <laughs> you got one you're looking forward to. I think the the Arizona deer hunt is going to be pretty fun. Yeah, that's got a cool story. I mean, if you go back and read about all the predator control that happened on the Kaibab Plateau, population spiked. Uh, I can't remember the number of mule deer. It was ridiculous, and it destroyed. The vegetation, the the food source, so they just overate their habitat, and within a decade, it had crashed. Yeah, it's kind of the the one thing you always read about of how the one of the hard lessons of how to manage mm-hmm. game within the habitat values. But yeah, that and then also the the Nevada bighorn is yeah. going to be. That's that is a cool fun. story behind it. <laughs> That's that, now who's is that your tag? I wish. <laughs> I'll never, I'm not like Matt Singer. I'll go to my grave never having hunted sheep. But uh, no, Mike Spitzer, a buddy of ours, Mike's been on, I think, four episodes, something like that. He drew the tag. Cool. So he, it was his last year as a Nevada resident. So he lucked out. Yeah. So that's awesome. It'll be, it'll be fun. There's quite yeah. the conservation story behind that whole, yeah. that whole area, right? Of how yeah. people brought it back. Yeah, we're working with Wild Sheep Foundation to tell a, a really cool conservation story because Nevada lost uh, due, when all the mining and stuff is what kind of was the settlement in Nevada. Uh, that and sheep uh, operations, they lost just about all of their wild sheep. And then I, when I went to college, I graduated in 80, December of 88. Yeah, 88, 89. Anyhow, uh, there were, I think there were like three or 4,000 sheep in the whole state. Now okay. they're up over 11,000 sheep. Wow. And it's about all due to uh, 
conservation efforts of Wild Sheep Foundation, uh, Nevada Bighorns Unlimited, the fraternity fraternity of desert sheep. That's a huge so, success story. Yeah, That's it's awesome. huge. And and you think about how the landscape is so compromised there right now. Uh, you you take the factors of okay uh, with climate change, whatever you want to call it. Some people. Politically, they can't say climate change. They got to say extended drought, whatever the hell it's. Yeah. I mean, how <laughs> stupid is that? You can't say climate change because, well, I ran on a platform. That's, that's really not happening. It's just an extended drought for the last 45 years. <laughs> Anyhow, you take that. Uh, and then you take pinion juniper encroachment because we've been suppressing fires for so long. Yep. And those are water hogs. They've, they are absorbing most of what had been the excess water that would create uh, water sources for them. Then you take cheatgrass, which has taken over most of the sage, sage grow, uh, brush communities. And then you take feral horses. There's three, four, five times the number of feral horses that the Wild Horse and Burrow Act allowed for. And somehow these native sheep are supposed to make a living out of all that. And if it wasn't for hunters and, and conservation-minded people putting water out there, uh, doing the things that are necessary, I don't know. How, Nevada probably would have yeah. no sheep left. So we're going to try. Marcus is in charge of telling that story. Oh, I'm in charge now, huh? You're the film guy. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm excited. I mean, I don't know how how well I'll tell the story. Uh, you'll tell it very well. No, I so. think you're gonna be the you're gonna be the the voice behind the story, though. So, well, maybe I'll be the guy in front of the camera. I, I'll try not to. I'll, <laughs> we're pretty close to Utah there. I better lay off the Utah politician. <laughs> so. If I have any listeners left in Utah when this is all over, and it's so funny. I feel like the hunting community will still listen to you. You think it's just so? You might not have you know yeah. a lot of love from the politicians, politicians there because I, I really do enjoy a lot of the Utah hunters. I know it's it's just this weird. I, I don't get it. it. It doesn't equate to have such a passionate group of public land owners like Utah has, especially because a lot of those guys hunt in bigger groups, right? Yeah, so you know, seems like they would rally. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Um, so, Michael, which of our trips are you looking forward to? Uh, the bighorn sheep. Yeah. Marcus already mentioned that one. I'm also looking forward to the moose, too. Yeah. Never seen. Well, actually, I saw my first moose the other day driving down uh, the highway <laughs> in the Gallatin River. <laughs> nice. It's a big old moose, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that one, too. Yeah. What if we don't find a moose? Then we're blind. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you heard it from Marcus. If we don't find a moose, we're blind. I've been there before. We'll see a moose. You yeah. sure? I like the yeah, confidence. Out of promise? Yes. Uh, I, I wonder if Matthew, I bet you Matthew is such so passionate about public lands, he'd probably donate his moose antlers for the hood of your... <laughs> if he's your, willing your, to. Your voyage. I'll put him on there. Uh, that yeah. might require naming rights, though. <laughs> what would you... Yeah, Okay. What would, yeah. what would it be? Yeah, what, what, what would the name be? Like, I'm so good with names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, as we're getting close to the end here, the three of you have lived the dream life of filming and producing outdoor TV. Is it all it's cracked up to be? I mean... I mean, you get to hunt every yeah. day of your I life, mean, right? We probably don't have much ground to stand on to complain all that much, <laughs> but there is a lot more that goes into it than people see. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a lot more work than what your Instagram posts show. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it's a lot of days on the road away from any sort of permanent residence and it's waking up early and going to bed late and hardly sleeping and, you know, you just hike around with a backpack on and try to follow people and make make them look cool. Yeah. <laughs> he is so understating that. It's more like I have to keep these hunters, these people who are on camera, I have to keep them in line. I have to tell them you can't pick your nose when we're done doing that. We, no swearing. You got to quit farting. We have the audio. And then <laughs> the, when you walk away from the camera and you're like, that SOB, he says... I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, it's all going right here. <laughs> and it sounds like maybe you got it easier than Marcus and Michael, but usually when I'm in my fourth nightmare, they're still downloading footage. Mm -hmm. And when I wake up in the morning, they've usually already been up for an hour getting batteries and cameras and gear and everything yeah, else. Or shooting ready star laps or doing whatever it might take to tell the story. Yeah. So. So, uh, yeah. What, what do you think in these, like in New Mexico last year, Marcus, how many hours of sleep you think you'd get a night? I, I don't know. Five? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I always like it when it gets later in the year. And so like the days are a lot oh, shorter. Yeah, the rifle yeah. hunts. Yeah. It's like, so yeah. you finally it's have time dark to at, do something. Yeah, it's at dark night, at yeah. six o'clock. And so you're back and you do stuff for a couple hours and then you can go to sleep and then yeah. the sun doesn't come up until whatever. And so, yeah. but yeah. And I, I think for people who watch or listen, they they say, yeah, I went to Colorado for a week. I was really wore out by the time I got mm -hmm. done. Okay. <laughs> Throw all your junk in your bag, drive to a truck stop, do your laundry, and go and repeat this 10 more times before you get to actually come home yep. and rest. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's, that's really... It's fun, it though. Yeah, it's fun, though. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy yeah. it. And that's even last year. I mean, when we were on the road forever and then mm -hmm. the day that we get back to Bozeman, I leave to go do my own hunt. Right. Yep. And then I come yeah. back and then the yeah. next day we go back out your filming. Your yeah. vacation from filming hunts is hunting. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and yeah. like you guys said, when I've asked Marcus many times, he's like, I don't think we're going to get much sympathy. We probably shouldn't yeah. complain about this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I think Michael gets it too. I mean, I mean, that was my first start was Midwest Whitetail. And it was, um, I mean, I hunted North Dakota, so it started September 1st, but it was, you know, two times a day, you go sit in a tree stand and yeah. then you go back to the office and you work on an episode and then you go back out and you film and then you go back and you work on an episode and you sleep for four hours and you get up and you go do it again. Yeah. There's, so just, there's one day that we that I filmed when I was an intern where we have that Northern Flight show or they had that Northern yeah. Flight show when I was there. So you'd wake up at 2.33, go put out the deeks, you know, do your waterfowl stuff in the morning, kill your limit, come back, download footage, work a little bit here and there. And then there was one night we, where we went and filmed a duck hunt in the morning, just like I said, came back, downloaded footage, left an hour later and shot a, a booner. <laughs> Luke Nissen, you remember oh, that, Luke? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a pretty crazy day, but that was just like all the time. And I'm, I'm really excited to see what it's like out here. Whereas, you know, a lot of the freelance stuff I did last year, I was going back and staying in a $6 million lodge or yeah. like something real nice. <laughs> you know, it's just totally different. Yeah. Um, but I'm real, I'm real pumped. To, I guess yeah. a little anxious to see yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Um, but I got a little taste of it last year in Arizona. And like you said, it was, you know, early September rut archery hunt. And, uh, 
Yeah. Didn't get a lot I don't of know. sleep. Warb just sent me pictures of you sleeping most of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> they like to highlight the you know the ten minutes on the way to the trailhead yeah. that I yeah. like got some shut eye, but yeah. there no, was a I lot know. of you you know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> it was just funny because I'd be sleeping with my feet out the window and you know my head hanging out the other window. Yeah. <laughs> so do do you guys ever feel pressure that you're not gonna get what you need to get? Oh yeah. <clears throat> do you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, I have that standard checklist, you know, usually like when we get to a spot, like got to get my pans in, got to get shots of U-glass and stuff like that. Um, I guess it's going to be a little different this year too as, you know, like when you're in the Midwest tree stand hunting, you you know where ideally where the buck's going to come from and you can set up and like practice for that that buck coming in and where the, the kill shot would be. But here it's totally different because you're mobile and, you know, I'm following you around and then all of a sudden there's this big uh, elk bugling its brains out right in front of us at, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't done it yet. So, <laughs> but it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be interesting. Well, you saw the me. Nevada, the Nevada mule deer hunt last year, right? With Randy's buck. Yeah. So it's like, I have the tripod in one hand and yeah. camera yeah. another buck steps out. All right, just throw the tripod in the ground. Yeah. Like, yep, shoot it. <laughs> and it's a little different dynamic with the way we do things. Cause we, we have two cameramen. So that's, it's kind of relieving to know like, all right, well, hopefully, maybe Marcus got this shot, too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah, you should just always assume that I got this shot. <laughs> but, no, yeah, that, it'll be my first year working with another cameraman, you know, the two-man crew or sometimes a three-man crew. So it'll be yeah, it'll yeah. be pretty cool. Yeah, because, the, like, when we were bear hunting this year, mm-hmm. when that bear, when he smelled us and took off running, that's the normal fire drill for us. Yeah. Is all of a sudden, it's like, where did this come from? And a whole lot of funny language and words. And <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's crazy. And so I, I often wonder, I, I don't feel any pressure actually when I'm out there anymore. The first two or three years I did it, I felt, I, I, I put all kinds of stupid pressures on myself about a lot of things. And now it's like, you know what? If we miss something or I miss the shot or that's just part of the story. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we let it rip. Yep. And I think that's what's going to be sweet about us doing the semi-live YouTube kind of stuff is we don't have to like, uh, you know, constrict what we have to show. We can show everything. Yeah. You know, if, if one day we don't see a lot, it can be five minutes. The next day, if we have a ton of content, a lot of things happen, we can make that episode 40 minutes if we right. want. So um, do you, uh, so Sam, uh, here's, uh, this is probably a pipe dream, but here's what we're thinking we're going to pull off this year. We're going to go out, we're going to film in the morning and hunt for five, six hours. Then one of these guys is going back to camp, download footage, and going to edit that morning and have it ready to put up on YouTube. While the other guy is going to come out with me in the afternoon and film. And then edit the next morning or at that night. However. Yeah, however it works. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It sounds like a ton of work, but I think... uh, if you can edit fast, if you, yeah. Well, I mean, but if you can, if you can do pull that off, I think the audience is going to love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we're not worried. We're not doing any music. We're not polishing yeah. anything. It's just this is what yeah. happened. Yeah. We're cutting the pieces that. No, I think that's perfect. It, it really, really kind of it kind of puts cool. it kind of puts the viewer like in like in our shoes almost like yeah. 
we're following Randy around. You know, like it, yeah. it feels like you as the viewer is there with us. Yeah, yeah. it's That's none really of the cool. BS music and all this dramatic yep. stuff. Yeah, uh, I think it's gonna be sweet. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. Well, we'll see. I'm sure we're gonna get delayed a day or two. Or oh yeah, I don't think it's it right the day after, but because yeah. that'll be tough. Just because. Uh, I mean, mostly like internet service right. to upload that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you run back to town to sit at a Starbucks to <laughs> poke <laughs> someone's Wi-Fi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're gonna try to do it that way, and we just we've done the bear hunt, and then we didn't even film last year with the idea of the day-to-day -day stuff, but we've done some of them. We did the one with Corey Jacobs on that elk hunt. I got ridiculous number of views on YouTube. Uh, we're getting ready to do the. New Mexico or the Nevada, Nevada deer. deer. I think that's going to get a ton of YouTube views with the the last one I looked at with me standing there down to nothing but my underwear. And <laughs> yeah, here's a, it's so embarrassing, Sam. <laughs> I sit on this cactus. I mean, I dove in it. They're pulling the spines out oh. and there's blood on them and stuff. <laughs> well, I dropped my drawers and I've got long johns on and they're like, no, <laughs> you got to go to one more layer. So I drop, I'm standing there in my Duluth Trading Post underwear and that night in the dark, or that morning in the dark, I, I didn't put my headlamp on, I put them on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to see that and say, Newberg, the flap goes in the front. <laughs> I know that. So my political career, I'm not going to follow your mother's footsteps. Yeah. I'm, I am down the tubes from that. But So I'm sure that's going to get a lot of views. It'll be interesting because that... that first half of that day is edited out at 30 minutes right that's, that's half a, a day right yeah and then which is more than a tv episode right and the thing we're finding is the feedback is people want to see what's going on when we're yeah, they like the raw yeah. raw stuff yeah and we try to interview i'll say hey marcus this and we let them know that marcus is the camera guy so people are getting a feel for how hard your guys' job yep. is also yep in fact when we pack the elk out in colorado mm -hmm. uh, uh in one clip a bunch of guys are like well i tell my cameraman to drop that camera and start packing <laughs> i'm like he was packing plus he was filming so yeah. you might want to <laughs> shut up i'm not gonna say a word to him <laughs> I might find myself with an oak brush wrapped around my head. But, so, no, you guys, I think you guys have the hardest job. Way hard. I mean, yeah, I'm I think responsible. I have the best job. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it would be sweet to hunt, too. But, I mean, I think. <laughs> yeah, you can fit that in on the side, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's, an, it's awesome. I love it. Have you looked yeah. at the calendar to see how few days you yeah. have available to fit that in on the side? Yeah, but when else? I mean, what else would I be doing? I, yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd be sitting at a desk, you True. know, yeah. crunching you, numbers. Or yeah, or landscaping. <laughs> Your Christmas bonus is dependent upon you shooting a Montana deer in November. I'm excited for that. <laughs> on camera. All right. Okay. I can do that. All right. I want it to be with my bow, though. No. Oh, rifle. Just go shoot with a rifle. Be, that would be hard. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah. going to be with a rifle, uh, and I, I'm going to be filming it. Okay. That's fair. Sometimes, That'll be fun. That really yeah. will be. We're going to put everything on auto. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's running the camera. This better be really, really Static. Easy. That's all we need. We <laughs> just need static. Yeah. As quick as Michael shoots, he's going to run back behind the camera and start <laughs> filming the rest of it. But, so, no, I... And... Uh, you know, to me, it's important that for the story we're trying to tell is I do want the crew to do some of the hunting yeah. too. And yeah. 
and sharing some of that and let the audience know that the people with the hardest jobs are the ones that you don't see. Yeah. I just show up and start telling BS stories about this <laughs> or whatever, and, you know, make it up as I go. I mean, yep. I can be president the way I can make stuff up. <laughs> Don't be yeah. telling people that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're run, so is this your you're announcing that you're running? Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> Trust me, my political sounds career. like we need vote for Randy shirts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, my wife told me if I ever think about politics, she's leaving me. So, but she's trying to leave me over a lot of things. She's still we're on year twenty nine. She's that's pretty good. Yeah, she isn't leaving now. I don't think she's got. She's got, <laughs> she's got me trained, and I tell her I'm happily married for the first and last time, because yep. uh, the retraining process. If it, that's you know, too so, long, well, <laughs> there there would be a death, either me or the person doing the training. It, I mean, I was 24 last time I got trained, and. Uh, how that woman did it, I don't know. She's a saint. If there's, if you can, can you know how to nominate a woman for sainthood? I don't. Okay. But, well, if you find out, let me we'll know. Google it. <laughs> we're, we're putting Kim Newberg's name out there. But. So, you guys got anything else we got to tell the audience? What did we forget that we wanted to talk about? What's your favorite podcast? hunt this year? Or what are you looking forward, forward to? to? Well, if we can get a film permit for it, we've only been trying since April. Uh, now that the when the Forest Service permit officers listen to this podcast, I'm not getting a film permit, I'm sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> so for the audience that doesn't know, all of us, we got to get public land film permits for everything we do on public land. And it takes a long time. It takes anywhere from the, a month to three months. Well, I'm applying for this one because I have an elk tag in Arizona, a rifle elk tag that is in the rut. And... Another really cool story to tell, Marcus. That we're, yeah. we're talking about conservation issues. Yep. It's uh, it's one we want to do, and so I'd say that's that's probably the one I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, maybe my buddy Jim coming down from Alaska. Jim with the big bushy beard. Nice. Uh, he's doing <laughs> the with his Hawken homemade muzzleloader. We're going to be in Wyoming. So, That'll be fun. Yeah, and then we did the. And this is my pronghorn problem. We did the sweepstakes thing last year with the Onyx Maps guys. And the person who won the, it was called Pronghorn with the Pros, her, uh, she won it and was going to give it to her son. And her son's got some major, major health issues going on, like the big C word. And so we're still uh, in the Still trying to figure that out. Yeah, and so... Whether it's her or whether it's him or whoever she donates that to or keeps it herself... Uh, I think there's a lot of therapeutic value in yeah. going out hunting. And if I can just be a little part of that, uh, that's exciting. Uh, taking Cushman here in Montana. Uh, oh, yeah. John is just, he's, he's such a great guy. He's an army medic who got blown up twice in Iraq. Jeez. And uh, he hangs out on the Hunt Talk or forum. He's the welcoming committee out on the Hunt Talk forum. And I called him this morning. I'm like, hey, John, what are you doing in November? I don't know. Why? I think you ought to come deer hunting with me. Huh, what? You, you aren't screwing with me, are you? <laughs> nope, I'm not screwing with you, John. <laughs> we need to go do that. So I, just because of who he is, what a great guy he is, especially with all that he's been through, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one too. So we got to find him a nice white tail. 
I'm cool. kind of sad I'm not going on that hunt, but at yeah. the same time, it will be nice to go on my own. Yeah, deer Marcus hunt. will be doing yeah. his own deer hunt. So, <laughs> but uh, so we can. I don't know, Michael. Yeah. It's every one of them. I mean, the fact that my son draws a moose tag and he's coming back to Montana, and we get to you know hunt maybe once a year. It's hard. To, I don't care if we're squirrel hunting. Yeah, it's hard to top yeah. that. Now at this point in my life, where I know that. You know, you only you don't want to take for granted how many of those weeks you have together. So yep. that's worth a lot too. Yep. So I don't know. It sounds like we all got a pretty good fall. Yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah. But we're not going to be living in a school bus like somebody no. else. I know. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Feeling pretty lucky about that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, when when you think that you just need to really get this thing broken, right, Sam, you just... I'll give you a call. You let us know, I. <laughs> and if you're going to retire it after this year, I'm thinking we need to we need to do it next year. I, I mean, it's kind of a copycat thing, but maybe every Keep year... That's what I was thinking. Every, every yeah, year, transition maybe through. this bus gets loaned out every year to a new platform. It's not to, a terrible idea. To promote the cause. Yeah. I like that. I don't know what it would cost to to wrestle it from your hands for a season. Now we can uh, figure that out. All right. Well, yeah. <clears throat> have yeah. your peeps. Call. I have a feeling that after a year of driving a bus, you'll be. I'll, a, I'll probably be ready to not drive yeah, a bus for the, a second. The next, time, <laughs> the next time we see Sam, he'll be in a little Chevy Chevette. Yeah. Something, <laughs> something you can parallel. Park yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, folks, thanks for listening. I'm trying to think. Do we need any any other advice that the world needs to know about? Anywhere? What are the places that people, again, can follow yeah. along this? Yeah, this yeah. so get uh, right now the, the best is just my Instagram. So Instagram. it's just at Sam Soholt. Uh, last name is S-O-H-O-L-T. And then also publiclandtees.com. It'll be a bunch of it will be living there. And, and buy some t-shirts because that helps yeah. this go. I like to think I have a couple cool designs out there. So, yeah. you know, go check it out. And then, um, yeah, once I get everything up and rolling with Outdoor Life, uh, I can push people there. So, cool. Okay. Yeah. Can we uh, promote it? And, yeah, as and much as you want. Blow it out on yeah. all of our platforms? Yes, that would be awesome. Right. Well, yeah. this podcast is going to be on iTunes, Stitcher, iPod, YouTube. Google Play, YouTube, our YouTube channel. So is, a couple people will see it and hear it. Yeah, we've been yeah. averaging about, I don't know, depends on how good the guest is. So we're not putting any pressure <laughs> yeah. on this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if we got good guests, we'll get 130,000 down. All right. So well, if, uh, I like if, to think I'm average at best, like Michael's right. footage. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, lay down some average footage today, man. Uh, so. No, we'll put it out on all of our platforms. That's great. It's, I really uh, appreciate it. So. The YouTube channel, we need to yeah. figure out. We we need to shoot a YouTube clip while he's here. Yeah, we could yeah. do a standalone YouTube video. You should drive the Welcome bus. Welcome to my crib. Oh, yeah. but it's a can, bus. Can I drive? Oh, yeah, of course you can. Oh. I'll just give you the keys. You can go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take take it out, run it around, drive it back. I don't even need to be in it. Just go enjoy. Oh it. no, no, I couldn't <laughs> do it without. <laughs> you. But yeah, no. you can drive it. We should, we're going to film it if you do, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll have a smile like a ripple on a slop pail. That'd <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 be like... Let's do I, it. I can't even imagine. That'd be like being able to drink beer again. You just take, <laughs> it, up, you take it up to your trailhead where you... Where I hike. Where you go hiking, huh? Oh, I know. Some guy's got his old junked out Winnebago up there right now. I saw him Ooh, working on it the grace. other day. 
<laughs> he wouldn't stand a chance. I mean, Benny used. You, you must know being a South Dakota guy. So I've never guy. met him, but I know. Yeah, Benny okay. Spies had the Winnebago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, Winnebagos are kind of like for those uppity folks. I mean, <laughs> the salt of the earth people have school buses right. retrofitted. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A Winnebago. That's like, you know, that's people. Well, it's already done for you. Yeah, that's like <laughs> cushy, and you, it, yeah, you don't want that crap. Yeah. You, you want character, man. That's right. This this thing exudes America. <laughs> Maybe that's what you got to just say the SS America. I like it with <laughs> yeah apostrophe America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or yeah the, the I don't know the I don't know. There's got to be something to that because this has just got so much character. And it probably it, should get a flag to just rip off oh, the back. Yeah. You know, so when I'm driving down the highway, it's just yeah it's fluttering. So all of you listening. <laughs> Uh, whether it's on the podcast or if it's uh, on YouTube, if it's on the podcast, feel free to email us, contact at randynewberg.com, and we'll tally up what people think this trip ought to be called. That'd be good. Give yeah. me some names yeah. to consider. You yeah. get final say in it, yeah. but we just, yeah, uh, we, we'll engage the audience here. I bet you they got some good ideas. I mean, yeah. think about it driving a retrofitted school bus across America celebrating public lands. It's got to have a good name. Yeah, but uh, I mean, <laughs> that that is, <laughs> you compare that to Donald Trump flying his jets around. <laughs> Do, doing rallies at the big, big golf courses. <laughs> I mean, or Barack Obama, you know, flying to Hawaii. None of those, that, that's not even in the same league to what you're doing, Sam. That's right. That is right. <laughs> those people that are, is a massive compliment. Those people are going to be jealous. I mean, Obama and Trump are going to wish they were Sam Soholt. Well, I think we should get one of the two out on the bus. I'll do an interview with him. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I, I mean, why not? Right? Yeah. Get yeah. get George W. and get yeah. Slick Willie and the. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's. Who else is still kicking? Jimmy Carter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got. We got. Uh, Run them all. George one. Yeah. I think that he's he's the oldest of what's left over. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Oh, I was going to make a bad comment about Slick Willie. I better not. <laughs> <laughs> that one almost slipped out. <laughs> well, now he can't leave us hanging. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> you, you, well, you guys weren't even born then. Yeah, I don't know no. who that is. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we'll, we'll stop there before it gets any worse. But anyhow, Sam, thanks for doing this. Hey, thank you for having All me on. All of us who love public lands really appreciate that you'd, you would make this commitment of your time, your money, and just to the cause of yeah. what public land is. And it should be one hell of an adventure. It will so, be. And <laughs> please, all of you listening. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. <laughs> yeah, all of yeah. you listening, I can't tell you how much it would mean if you'd go and support this. I mean, this guy is, he's doing something special for all of us. So please go out to publiclandtees.com. That's the one. And either donate. Yeah, I don't have a donate button yet. Just buy a shirt. Or buy a shirt. <laughs> the shirts are cool. I checked them out today. I yeah. like the, the the lost one. <laughs> oh, really? I call that the navigator. It says yeah. lost as shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> really? It's like the letters, <laughs> the letters are uh, like big block letters and it's made out of a topo map. So, and oh, then, yeah. yeah. It's so sweet. Just, I'm getting one. Yeah, I got it. That's going to be one, one of my yeah. donations. So we'll, we'll, get you, we'll get you hooked up with one so you can wear it out. Oh, wear it proud. Man, yeah. So, I'll be wearing Hey, I'm... I'm doing a, a pint night in Portland Thursday night. 
I need yeah. in Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Yeah, for right. BHA. Oh, I wonder if I could get one lined uh, up that fast. That's I'll, be I'll tough. just tell them about okay. you. Yeah, I'll perfect. Make, perfect. I'll tell them. You know, all you Portland folks with all That's your right. money, yeah. you need to be supporting <laughs> That's this right. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So, all right, folks. Yeah. Marcus, Michael, thanks, guys. Thanks yeah. for all Thank your you. work. Uh, it's going to be a fun season. I I hope. Maybe. It will be. You know what we ought to do? We ought to have a podcast after we get off the road in January and see. Let's do one down at Shot Show. Yeah, or if you come to Arizona. Or, yeah, in Arizona, yeah. right yeah. at the end of it all. Right. all right, There'll probably sure. be a couple we'll, podcasts yeah. down in Arizona yeah. <laughs> with the crew we'll have people. down there. Oh, yeah. yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah that's going to be crazy down there. But, yeah, we should do one kind of after the fact. We'll all report in. Sam, you got to give yep. us the, all right, here's the map. Well, maybe we'll have yeah. a big map and you'll say, well, right here is where the transmission blew up. Right. <laughs> right, right here's where I got pulled over by the cop who oh, didn't think I so, was funny. Oh, you've been pulled over yet? <laughs> I've... The first night I had a run-in with the law. Oh, so no. I started driving on Sunday night. I pulled into Mobridge, South Dakota. Yeah. And it, it said recreation area, right. you know, like public land, whatever, you yeah. know, mile south. So I just drove down. There's a big pullout. Right. I was like, perfect. Pulled off, got set up, slept for about an hour, woke up to a bright light shining in the side of the bus. Yeah. And then the car drove away and it was a cop. And I was like, oh, man. You know, and then I heard him come back around. So I just got up, turned my lights on, and uh, walked out and waved with both hands out of the bus. And then I, uh, he's like, what you doing? <laughs> I was like, well, I'm trying to sleep for a couple hours. He's like, yeah, you can't be here. <laughs> so he, he didn't, I didn't get in trouble or anything. He just escorted me down. Huh. I like, couldn't be there after 11. So he escorted me down to somewhere I could sleep for a couple hours and oh, okay. then kept driving. So. Really? Oh, but yeah. yeah, I had to laugh. First, huh. first hour of sleeping in the bus and I... Had to talk to a cop. So, yeah. but he came in, checked it all out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a story that happened in Russia or something. <laughs> Jeez. Russia and Mobridge, South Dakota. <laughs> really? Huh? Putin? Uh, he got a summer. Is that where they took all those fishing yeah, pictures? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Huh? Yeah. Well, someday I'll tell you about my story of why I hunt right up to the Mexican border, but I don't hunt in Mexico. Okay. I am a fugitive for Mexican All justice. Right. So. Yeah. That'll be on the next podcast. No, we'll talk. When, when we go, do, yeah, the next yeah, one that we yeah, do when down we talk there, about it in Arizona. Yeah. Actually, yeah. when we were down there last year, I just as a joke, I kind of that one strand barbed wire fence that yep. Donald Trump says keeps the drug dealers yep. from throwing their bags of pot and smashing <laughs> you on the head when they come over yep. the, you know, <laughs> I, I lifted one leg over that single strand barbed wire just <laughs> to see if I dared do it after the federales were looking for me. And I don't dare. Cost me a brand new Toyota 4x4. Oh, man. Yeah. Crazy. And 10 years off my life. Jeez. If you've ever been in a Mexican jail, you will have not. you'll have a new <laughs> understanding of what stench smells like. They walk you down this hall to give you your medical exam to make sure you're not bringing other diseases in there. <laughs> and when they open like this double divider door, the stench was so bad. It, it, it's, so you walk down this corridor and on each side of you are some of Mexico's most sex-starved, hardened criminals reaching for you, screaming. <laughs> I don't like and, this. And you look in there and there's five or six of them in a cell with just pads on the floor and a slop pail that they use for their facilities. Oh, Sounds and like I, a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Spring yeah. break. All because we got an offender bender. Oh, man. Yeah. 
So anyhow, anyway, I'll, I'll that yeah. story. So needless to say, we uh, ran away from the federales after they let us yeah. out for a little while, and we decided we are never coming back to Mexico. <laughs> That's if smart. You, if you gave me a, if you said I won that, what's that island where you hunt sheep in Mexico? Oh, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Anyhow, but, yeah, but there's like this $150,000 hunt to hunt mm-hmm. desert sheep there. If you told me I won that, I'd turn it down. <laughs> That's how frightened I was. Whew, that yeah. sounds terrible. I'm looking forward to hearing the whole story. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. see, we were trying yeah. to end this podcast. We, and we've that, had a couple tangents. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, folks, thanks for listening, <laughs> Sam. Thanks for all you're doing. Yeah, really appreciate it. And we look forward to the next time. Absolutely. Take care, folks.